0: Oh yeah. (laughs) I guess we can start the show with this. So I I had my birthday, what, two weeks ago or whatever. Yes. Um, what was it? No, actually 10 days ago. Yeah. You were so old and now you're older. Congratulations. So here's how old I am. In 10 days, I have an update on being 37 already. Okay. I have multiple gray facial hairs. Like they're, I can count them. There's like I, i'm i'm like fifty you you're years pretty old. smooth shaven though i you're shaved it right I, i'm shaving it because i'm order like that yeah yeah I'm like, oh, i don't want to look at this what about up top though no no nothing yet nothing up top you uh, can see i've got salt some salt in here uh, no i i i figured yeah. i would talk to you about this because you yeah. you have this you have quite a bit of gray come to me for experience. wisdom i mean you're younger than you too i know This is just new for me, though. Yeah. And it's also, like, a situation where I'm like, God damn, I have to shave now, like... Yeah. More than... Like, I really should shave more than once a day. Because I'm a brown guy. We're hairy as fuck. (laughs) I get, like... I get, like, a a five o'clock shadow by, like, noon. You know? (laughs) So it's, like, if I were really being, like, clean cut and stuff... Yeah. It would be... Yeah. Every... (laughs) every 12 hours i would have to shave it has begun so that means at some point in my life in the future i might grow a beard you know yeah and there will be some gray hairs in it yeah it was like i was in denial about it the past few weeks because like i saw like one and i'm like okay that's just one yeah and then i saw two and i'm like well that's two and I saw three, and I was like, okay, there's three of them, Yeah, and they're all on this part of my chin. They're going to multiply. Yeah. They're like right here. That's where it started for me. It's like right there. Yeah. I'm blaming Shaq News for this. Oh, sure. I, I had to- no gray hairs until I bought Shaq News. Quit. You know what? It's funny. I had no gray hairs until I got married. There you go. I don't know. That's- I don't I- know. I think I'm on to something here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just... it's uh something i wanted to open the show with that i am so old now that i have gray facial hair but you know what getting older doesn't bother me i i it's not normally it doesn't for me either yeah but i think because once you get closer to 40 you're like okay it's over (laughs) you know like that's it yeah like 40s you're done sure okay out of the league for years at this point. Yeah, you know I like to refer to myself in like esports years. Forty? Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, you're what, you're not even you can't even be a commissioner of an esports league at forty. No, it's like whatever, grandpa. Nope. You know, so you are past retirement age. Yeah, so that's why I'm like, damn. I it's just one. i When I hit thirty, I was like, okay, I'm in my thirties. Yeah, that's how I viewed it. Right. But now I'm like, crap, I'm running out of thirties. I'm gonna be in my forties soon. That's game over. <sighs> do you have a bucket list pre-40? I don't... Not really. No. I don't, I don't, there's nothing like... There's nothing like, That's the thing. Like I don't have any like, oh my god, I have to do this before... Yeah. No, I don't... know. You're still young. I In theory... Yeah. I not think, in esports terms. I, no, but, but I think in practice, just based on my career path that I've taken, I think it's added years oh, to my life. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm there with you. Writing is... I don't exactly wake up every day feeling i mean i'm lucky to do what i do i always feel that i enjoy what i do but i'm also like wow if i don't write some words today i might not get paid any more money and that adds some gray hairs yeah you know the grind it's the grind it's that grind that yeah. by the time you're in your 30s if you're lucky enough you figured out what you're doing with your life it's not just a job you're you should be yeah. in a career you hope to be in a career yeah, you hope to have found something that you find some kind of happiness yeah. in that you can get money with yeah and if not like you can still strive to do that but yeah for those people that are in that realm, it becomes a grind. Yep. And yeah, you get some, you know. So when I was at Four Gray Facial Hairs, I named them. <sighs> okay. It was John, Paul, Ringo, and George. Okay. Right? I went sure. with the Beatles. Yeah. So it's like, okay, there's just four of them. I'm going to be okay. I named them. It's This is cool. Yeah. It's distinguished. Right. This morning, a fucking fifth one pops up. Oh, dude. And I'm like, I'm out. Who are you? I am out. Get out. Yeah. All of you, out. Out. It became Squatters. The, it became the monkeys instead of the beetles. <laughs> you know, and I was like, I don't want this. Yeah. So I shave. Okay. I might shave more often sure. as a result of this. Yeah. Which sucks, because I'm lazy. Yeah, I hate shaving, dude. <sighs> I shave once a week, and I, I grow pretty. <laughs> I grow facial hair pretty quickly. Yeah. I shaved four, three and a half days ago, and I, I look like this. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I've 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 decided I will only shave on Mondays. That's fair. That's but it. You get different rules for shaving when you keep a beard. Oh yeah, that's true. It's way different. Then there's more. It's more grooming than yeah. shaving, right? Yeah, it's, like, it's, there's actually more upkeep involved. It's way. I think it's more of a commitment than oh, what I'm yeah, doing. yeah, it's a lot. Because I've more been time down consuming. that road too. Yeah, and I'm like, uh-uh, yep. not going back there. Yep. But I, I don't know. If you go back, I think it was. Late 2015 mm-hmm. on the Shack News YouTube, sure. Maybe even CES 2016. Oh, I had I'm a gonna beard. look this up. I had a beard. That was just a few months before I joined. Yeah, yeah. 20- I didn't. I didn't. I didn't meet you until E3 no, that year, right. though. I wasn't living. Uh, no, I wasn't living in Ohio yet. That was the summer. You moved back in the fall, right? Or late summer? No, i Yeah, it was September. Yeah. Okay. August, August September. Yeah. By the time I had Lola here and we were moved in, it was, like, early September. Yeah. But, yeah. um, Yeah, that was was an interesting year. The Cavs Cavs won the finals that year. The Cavs won the finals that year. Cleveland sports fans will remember 2016. Fondly. Forever. You know? Yeah. It it changed everything here. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully we see another one before we die. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I look for every year at E3 so far. Like, as the week wears on, you are always doing it for Shaq News. You work tirelessly, but I know that when we meet up in your suite, you've got a finals game going in your bedroom, uh-huh. and you have it set up so that people can come in and like sit on the ch- sit on chairs, sit on the bed, and watch, because the last few years, Cavs have been in the finals. Yeah, and I wasn't mm-hmm. going to just go out to some stupid L.A. bar no, no, and no, no. hang out with a bunch of Warriors fans. Yeah. You and can't, who know, has you time for that? Yeah. You know, and also like there's, it's E3, so you can't get a. a we don't a, a, have time a, for that during E3. Yeah. You just don't have a decent seat anywhere. Yeah. At any restaurant during E3. Yeah. Um. But yeah. It, I don't know. What the hell were we talking about? Your ancient age. Oh yeah, just being old. Yeah. So when was your first E3? First one ever. Yeah. Two thousand six with Shack News. Mm-hmm. Steve Gibson, Martin Goldstein, Chris Remo, and I were out there. 2007, I was there with IGN. That mm-hmm. was that was crazy, and then I did not go to E3 for nine years until I came back to Shack News. My first E3. This is how old I am. Yeah. Tw- 2000, 2000. The year 2000. So that was like you are. That was kind of on the eve of the uh, not the literal eve, but like about a month and a half before the PS2 came out. So that was a while ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how old I am. Wow. <laughs> wow and then i also went to space world the next year oh so you saw the zelda demo the infamous zelda demo 2001 I saw, space world yeah yeah i saw the video yep the like photorealistic yeah zelda I, I, I don't again. even call it a demo it was just a video it was just a video yeah. they just showed us a video on a screen but i also <laughs> got to i got first hands-on with gamecube monkey ball Oh, that game was great, right? Yeah, that was my <laughs> own for that system. <laughs> that was like, yeah, I had both of them. Monkey balling on Monkey Ball Two, Monkey Golf, Monkey Golf. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Monkey balling was like a, a ritual. <sighs> it was the GameCube for me uh, in my dorm room was a mix of, well, obviously Rogue Squadron. Oh yeah, for sure. But F Zero, mm-hmm. Tony Hawk Three, and Monkey Ball. F zero, I vaguely remember that series. Yeah, it was actually this really great racing game that uh, nobody cares about. Actually, I got a PR blast about a game that is unannounced. I think it might have just been announced. I don't want to break embargoes. Okay, but they were, they were pitching it as a, an. Six, like a new F-Zero. As like. a successor. Spiritual it was, they successor. said F-Zero meets Splatoon 2 was the way that they described it. And I'm like, well, what the hell does that mean? Yeah. I'm like, ah, okay. Will it be on Switch? They didn't say. Okay. It's, it's really nebulous, hands-on in okay. San Francisco, as these things tend mm. to be. Um, but yeah, getting old. Yeah. Definitely feeling it yeah and you get gray hair in your facial hair look in it feeling it not right now but when those hairs show up tomorrow tomorrow actually probably before the end of the day oh, they will man. show back up and there probably will be more of them it seems like this is the beginning Dude, they're of bringing something. friends yeah they not. do not take kindly to being evicted it, honestly though I, I i feel like it just happened Like it happened like right it was like bing, you're 37. Here's some gray hair (laughs) in your facial hair. That's That's what it feels like to me. I didn't see it. Maybe I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. But I didn't see it on February 12th. But then suddenly February 13th rolls around and there's one. Yep. And now ten days later, Congratulations. Five of them. them. What a terrible birthday gift. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's all I got for my birthday. It was five gray hairs. Shh. (laughs) We'll do that for the intro. And Lola's undying love, the gift that keeps on giving. Oh, yeah. She just constantly reminds me of, like, she's the new cute hotness, and I'm I'm old and busted. Yep. That's why we're the best pair ever. (laughs) 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 All right, we'll start the show. All right. Make it up, baby. Twist and shout, twist and shout. Come on, come on, baby. Come on, baby. Come on and work it on out, work we'll it on out, work we'll it on out, work we'll it on out. You know you looks so good, look so good. Welcome to the Shackcast, the official Shack News podcast. Of Shack News. I'm your host, Asif Khan. I'm CEO, editor in chief, chief puppy wrangler. I do other things. Chief Greybeard. Oh. I now I yeah, Captain Greybeard. Captain to you. Greybeard, okay. Uh, Captain Greybeard. With me is usually making the the long trek across literally the very mean streets of uh, Jackson Township. Uh, you know <laughs> the meanest streets the meanest streets where 7th graders are packing <laughs> David Craddock our long reads editor at Shaq News working on a long read right now aren't aren't you? I am working on a long read right now and we'll get into that you know it's a good thing uh, that I didn't drive by Raising Canes on the yeah. way here I would have had a long drive <laughs> oh there you go oh my god if we could get yeah. the long waits man between yeah. the People out there, I think, relate maybe a couple of chains to long drive throughs Yeah. in and out ridiculously long drive throughs chick yeah. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. A very long drive thru Especially, yeah, the one on uh, Dressler. Yeah. Always packed. Yeah. But now we have Raisin Cane's. And it's like one, what is it? There's, um, it's less than 200 feet away Chick-fil-A, from Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A, one other little place. Ruby Tuesdays. Ruby Tuesdays. And then, Ruby Tuesdays. And then, then Raisin it goes, Cane's. It goes, Chick-fil-A? And then the driveway for Chick-fil-A and yeah. the parking lot, and then there's like a little divider, and then yeah. there's Ruby's, uh, Ruby Tuesdays, they have their parking lot, and yeah. you can't get from Ruby Tuesdays to Cane's. No. You have to go around, because yep. there's that entranceway. Right. So it's like two lanes. But yeah, it's probably 200 feet away, mm-hmm. and I think they're going to be okay. Oh, dude. They're, I went on opening day, Monday. It was lit. Or- yeah they had music playing this 20th february 20th huge lines like this double loop of cars looping around each other to the drive through uh my mm-hmm. brother and i parked and we got in a long line we kind of just all shuffled into the entrance you put in your order you get in a second line go around then they call you All all told we we're probably in and out in an hour and a half wow but you know when you go to someone you can talk we were on our phones everybody was on their phones yeah it was good food though it's first time i had raising kids i think it's safe to say they're our unofficial sponsor this week yeah we'll give it to raising yeah i'm not like there's i want to make people very certain of this yeah that there's northeast ohio restaurants that mm-hmm. we kind of put on a different level yeah and then there's chains that happen to be north in in, in yeah. northeast ohio that we will respect and talk about right like You know Dave Thomas at Wendy's, what they did there. Yes. Even though their fries suck. So I'm gonna ask you. (sighs) Hot takes. (laughs) Hot take. Hot takes on hot hot fries. Hot take. Okay. Um, I figured out why I don't like their fries. By the way. Okay. They're leaving the skin on them now. I like that. it's saltier. If they do it right. Here's the thing. I don't know. That's just another way that they're different. Yeah. Okay. So here's my thing about Wendy's old fries. I didn't like them before. I felt like they were always kind of soggy. They weren't that great. I no, understand that. they weren't. But here's the thing now. The new fries, when they're good, they're great. But when they're bad, they're, they're awful. I'm with you. I think, I was thinking about this. I think a lot about these things. Mm-hmm. I think as far as fast food fries, I think McDonald's has the best, like consistently good fries. Like they're just, they're good. Yep. You know, they're not great, but they're good. But Wendy's, when they get the batch perfect, they're delicious. As far as burger places, though, like, I love Five Guys fries, especially they just give you, like, buckets in your bag. Five Guys fries are pretty good. Yeah. But I I don't know. I, I think it's just a situation with me where I, I went off, like, of salt almost entirely. Oh, yeah. say I love salt. And now it's, like, salt's, like, everywhere. Again. I'm, n- I'm not like supposed well. to be eating a lot of it. No, it's bad for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, have, I have blood pressure issues. It's not too high, but my doctor's like, lay off the salt. Yep. So I don't eat that stuff as much as I did, but, no. uh, but Kane's pretty good. What'd you uh, think of the sauce? I loved the sauce. You know, you know what's cool about the the what? sauce? They don't tell you what's in it. But the, the funny thing is right near the dispenser, they said Kane's not so secret recipe, which makes me think like, I keep thinking, should I just Google this? Is the recipe out there or do they guard it? Cause that, the, se- the slogan on that dispenser made it sound like they didn't really care if you knew the recipe or not. No, they'll tell you it's like what's in it yeah. but they don't yeah it's like it's kind of like a spicy meal yeah that's how i would describe it so i got some like Canes life hacks from my brother. I went you know, I went with my brother. He's a big Canes fan because he lived near Columbus and they have one in Columbus. Oh really? You get the Of Texas course Columbus toast. got it of first. Of course Columbus gets it. I bet first. Columbus has faster internet than our fucking potato internet. Oh, I I bet they have a hundred down and a hundred up. We're fucking sitting here at six up. It has been I got throttled during a Celeste stream this week. Oh, it has been bad for me the past couple weeks. Yeah. Like not even resetting the router and the modem helps much. But uh you dip so we got I got this four chicken finger meal comes with the four chicken fingers mm-hmm. the crinkly fries piece of Texas toast and coleslaw I don't like coleslaw so I subbed that out for another piece of toast smart yeah you dip the Texas toast into the sauce uh-huh. absolutely delicious yep just, just mop can, up the sauce with it also pro tip to New Canes people okay take one of the chicken fingers or multiple ones mm-hmm. put them between two slices of that toast Ooh. and you got the best chicken sandwich you've ever had so like i like the chicken fingers now this is not just my northeast ohio loyalty i think for my money Eurogyro makes a better chicken finger i would agree but i like kane's meal value the meal i got the four finger combo Eight bucks, yeah. a lot of chicken fingers, the toast and the coleslaw, the fries. That's a lot of food for only eight bucks. I think what you're pointing out is why I, I put that caveat at the very beginning of this discussion. Yeah. That fast food is different than the, the Northeast Ohio level of fast food. It is. The local stuff, you're, Swenson sources better food products. Yeah. yeah. Um, Eurogyro definitely sources better food, better quality food products. Mm-hmm. The reason that you're able to get that Canes deal. For yeah. whatever eight dollars yeah is because they are sourcing le- lesser chicken yeah you know it's not mcdonald's level chicken it's yeah. still better than that right but it's because they have to scale to the part that they're basically a national chain now it, yeah. it hurts the quality and that's why swenson's never expanded that's outside of northeast ohio they're like no we we'll won't be able to keep this level of quality that was a big fear for in and out when they oh, expand yeah, outside, yeah, sure. of, when they first expanded outside of California, they were worried about that. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but I guess it, it just costs more to be able to do that. I guess so. I i have to say, the other thing I like about the Canes four finger combo is that um, I like the variety of food from Eurogyro, Like, I think their four chicken tender meal costs like seven bucks. Yeah, but it's four chicken fingers and a ton of. Potato wedges or JoJo's. Yeah. And I like them, but like that's too much. They give you a lot. That. They give you a lot. A lot of JoJo's. Whereas with canes, you have, you know, the toast, the coleslaw, the fries. Their like fries a are bit, pretty small, actually. Their fries are pretty I small. I actually double eat what I did because I don't eat toast anymore because I'm gluten free. Okay. I doubled up on the fries. Oh, okay. And they're pretty good, too. Yeah. So I was bold. I went six fingers. Two orders of fries. So you also um, went on... Did you go on opening night? Yeah. I went about 40 minutes before close. Because I kind of eat dinner late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I eat around like 10, 10.30. Yeah. 10 yeah. So it's like... It was late. And uh, yeah, I... I I waited in that massive drive through line. Uh-huh. <laughs> Lola, as she... Making jumps the jump. Over, she jumps over the cable to sit in David's lap. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was... Man so good yeah I, I i'm a fan yeah uh, none yeah eurojaro different oh yeah very they different also, they also have a, a way more diverse menu oh man i love their menu i get something different almost every time and they offer delivery yep so that's crucial all that makes them just you know yeah it's it's like the olympics there's different sports that's right you know yep and they're in those two restaurants are in different categories. But, you know, they do compete for our dollar. They do. Every day, all of those companies compete for our our dollar. I, and will, we be, vote. I will be giving, I will be casting my economic vote mm-hmm. for a Eurogyro before Kane simply because every time I've driven past Cane's since it opened, like, I just don't. I did. I did the wait with my brother because, like, we were together. We it's were hanging out. It's still packed. It's still packed. I'm not going to do that like by myself. That's going to dissipate. It will, but it'll take some time. It's, and then, like it's in another people in Northeast Ohio or Canton, especially. Yeah we're like oh my god a new place to it's eat. it's a new yeah it's a new place to eat canes there was some hype around them coming in two other things about them Mario, i think they're just brilliant we talked about their location yeah right next to chick-fil-a yeah they're open an hour later than chick-fil-a yes so they're going to have this competitive advantage where people who are late going to chick-fil-a are gonna go to canes yep and then also chick-fil-a is closed on sundays because yeah. they're very religious yep people forget that too yeah and they're like oh man so they're going to go to Chick-fil-A, realize it's closed, and look right next door, basically. Yep. And be like, oh, Cane's is open. So I think their location, when I saw it first, I was like, damn, the ball's on you guys. You're right across the street from a Panda Express, yeah. next to Ruby Tuesdays, and right next to a Chick-fil-A. A. Yep. I was like, wow, this is ballsy. But it they're is. right next to the campus, man. They're right next to Kent Stark they're right next to the mall and and Star- yeah kent stark and stark state yeah stark state those two, those two with two colleges. waves of college kids yeah yeah i was like this is this is going to be really good yeah uh i was i was impressed i i, I think they're i was like i don't know cuz i own commercial real estate here yeah. And I have seen the rise and fall of Jackson Township commercial real estate. Right. You know, there, you want to rent a place? I can get you a place to rent right now. <laughs> okay. Higby Avenue. We could rent a place. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff for rent and a lot of failed businesses, you know, a lot of strip malls that fail yeah. in Canton. Mm-hmm. So when I see a company and they open up shop here for the first time, I'm like, I don't know. Right i think ray i think kane's gonna make it. it's a it's prime real estate and it's a yeah. cool story i mean they started in new orleans and they've kind of just been spinning out of or i think in louisiana and they've just kind of been growing as a regional to national story for years now yeah i had them first back when i lived in houston oh, okay in like 2000 when was katrina like seven eight Five? five. I want to say, so like, yeah. I would say six. 2006 through seven when Yeah, I was still in Houston. Because mm-hmm. I moved to LA in 2008. Right. Um, But yeah, I, I loved them then. And I was like, yeah, this is pretty dope. And also, like I said, I like to eat later. Yeah. There's At 10 o'clock in Canton, Ohio, 90% <sighs> of your options just disappear. Yep. <laughs> yeah. In a matter of a couple of hours, you're down to like Taco Bell and McDonald's. Oh, yeah. But if you wait until after midnight, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I choose over both of them hmm. if I'm in that situation. Eurogyro. Gyro. No, because Eurogyro's... Gyro I don't go to the Canton one. Okay, okay. Denny's. Oh yes, I, lo- I love Denny's. I love Waffle House. How late is Waffle House open? I don't know. Some of them seem to be open super late. Yeah, some of yeah. Waffle House is also good, but yeah, I'll I'll get like Denny's is great. You know what I realized about Denny's? They have online they have online ordering now. <sighs> Ooh. Yeah. that's a game changer i didn't realize that yeah you can okay. just order show up you don't even have to do anything because you're already paid yeah that's you awesome food. yeah i do that at fridays and i do that at denny's those are both better options late at night in canton yeah that's true but yeah that's oh god after midnight ugh, you might as well just <laughs> not eat <laughs> yeah or, God, make yourself a sandwich at home. Oh, yeah. One more thing about food in Northeast Ohio before okay. we move on. because okay. This is a podcast about gaming, right? Sure. I guess. Sometimes. So Yeah. I tried out Jersey Mike's gluten-free sandwiches this week. Oh, that's right. I got to say, I've been back okay. multiple times. So the verdict is a good one. Yeah. If you're gluten-free, they clean the surface and they clean the cutter uh-huh. and they have separate uh, sequestered ingredients that they use oh, okay. so the lettuce isn't from the shared lettuce the uh, the tomatoes aren't from the shared tomatoes if you're celiac you know if you have celiac disease yeah i would say this is one place that's really taking it seriously that you could give a try okay um but yeah as someone i don't have celiac disease i just i have uh gout and yeah. wheat is basically bad for me Anything with yeast is bad for me. Right. So I avoid bread and gluten-free bread. Yeah, plain safe. That. Yeah. So it's just a funny thing that overlaps with the gout diet is gluten-free diet, mm-hmm. and also like no alcohol. But whatever. Right. Uh, so yeah, it's been great. I gotta say. Yeah, I'm very impressed with Jersey Mike's. Uh, that I mean, just overall, our food options are blossoming. Yeah, it's really like a, a rena- like a renaissance period for it eating is. in northeast ohio right it now. is yeah like i'm waiting for like a really good because I, I in my opinion we don't have like a really good uh kebab place i really want korean barbecue also oh god i would, got spoiled by korean barbecue when i lived in san francisco oh yeah dude yeah oh there's nothing like that here no is there any is that even in cleveland i don't think so Are, there's no korean people here i i <sighs> If there are, there aren't enough to open a Korean barbecue. That's messed up. It you know is. what we did have in Beechwood that mm. took off? What's that? Was Mongolian barbecue? It, is that pretty good? It was okay. Okay. It was. It's not the same. Yeah. It's very different. Okay. But it it had its moment where it was really popular. Uh, but no, no, uh, no Korean barbecue for miles. Yeah, I love Korean barbecue. We'll have to look that up. Yeah, we should. The nearest Korean barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Ann Arbor. We'll do a, Yeah, we'll do it. We'll go there and do a live cast. <laughs> Get them to be our official sponsor. <laughs> That'd be something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really eat any meat anymore. I don't eat red that's meat. true. So it doesn't appeal to me. I'll experience it for both of us. I feel your pain. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, that's the thing. Like I've been eating animal protein again for over a year now. Right. But I've had zero desire to eat red meat. Right. Because that's super bad for your heart it's delicious it is <laughs> I'm not, but i'm not gonna argue you're not wrong you're I'm not, not gonna, wrong i'm not gonna argue no over the merits of a filet mignon or wagyu beef <sighs> you know i'm not gonna say that i don't think those are delicious meats yeah but i spent years eating that stuff and then i spent five years not eating it it's hard to go back no i saw instant health benefits to not eating it that would probably change my mind, honestly. <laughs> so I was like, I'm like, no, there's definitely something up with the meat. <laughs> yeah. At least in the way I tell people, it's, I, I'm not saying what will work for you. I'm just saying what worked for my body. Right. Everyone's body reacts differently to food. You know, some people need different foods in their diets. Some people need different, like some people are coffee drinkers. Some people drink tea. Yeah. I'm you know a I mean? tea it's, guy. Yeah. I'm a tea guy. But yeah, I, I just think that, for me, I'm like, "No, nah, I'm good. I don't eat red meat, right. I'm, that That's something where I could have done that, but and I go to Swenson's right? and I love Swenson's burgers. Yeah, their burgers are the best burgers. Yeah, they oh, they are. I'll fight people. Yeah, the have Boy won Awards. Gally Boy is the best burger. I will fight you over this. I, you will not fight me because I am in accord. No, whoever's listening, okay. I will you will oh, come to Ohio, I will take you to Swenson's. Yeah. And if you tell me that's a bad hammer, we're, we're gonna throw down. Yeah. It was weird, man. I was there today. I went I, I actually went to Swenson's today. Mm-hmm. And it's right next to Jackson Middle School. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's messed up. Yeah. And it is actually I got there around three. And that's when school's letting out. And everyone everything's back to normal. Well, I know we'll get, we're going to get into that. Yeah. But do you want to talk about what we've been playing first? Yeah. Some lighter fare? Sure. Okay. Yeah, that's a tease. In yeah, the biz. that is a tease. In the biz, we'll call that the tease. Yeah, the teaser, the teaser trailer. Yeah, so uh, I've played a couple of games. Uh, Hunt showdown mm-hmm. it's it just got it just came in, out into early access how right. do we say that it released in early access that's it's such a oxymoron right yeah it's out but i don't it's know not. i don't know how to classify early access games yet whatever it is it's in early access i feel like i'm paying for demos that may or may not be finished or ever come out or ever come out yeah you know i don't know uh so so hunt showdown yeah it's uh I guess it's a bounty hunting P V E game. So you Yeah, but but you're you're in parties with other players, right? Or can you solo this? You can solo this. Huh. It's super hard. Okay. I did it. Of course, me not having played this game at all, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna try to solo this. Yeah. I, of course. I, I don't want to play randoms. I hate playing no, no, games with no, yeah. random people. No, no, no. And randoms. Yeah, so no, it, it didn't end well for me. It's, it's running on Crytek, mm-hmm. which means it's... It's an awfully pretty game. It looks very good. Yeah. It does. Um, the water effects are good. The lighting's good. You know, Crytek's a great engine. Okay. It eats your CPU. Yeah. And it, it definitely had some chunky load times and, you know, the usual things that you'd expect of the game that just came out, right? Right. Matchmaking was a little wonky. Mm-hmm. I didn't get kicked out of any games. So that's a plus. Yeah, that's good. It just I would die very quickly. It life is hard in that game. That's what I've realized. Is a things solo are tough. hunter? Yeah. Yeah, as a solo bounty hunter, times are tough. And you are you know, you encounter a lot of like zombie looking dudes, you know, there's Yeah. There's just a lot of stuff in your way of mm-hmm. actually accomplishing whatever bounty you take on. Yeah. So basically you you have money to start out with, you buy a hunter. Mhm. That's your hunter for that try. Okay. And then you go out there and you try to find whatever bounty that you signed up for. And you don't have to ally with people. You can. Okay. Only one other person. You can like join forces with one other person and go in there. Mm-hmm. And then you both try to do the bounty. Okay. Or you can solo it. But then while you're there, there's other people there that are also trying to get bounties. Okay, I got you. Yeah. So people are like, someone was like, it's kind of like PUBG. I'm like, no, it's nothing like PUBG. Yeah. What's that, <laughs> What's that comparison? Yeah. I like, it's not like PUBG at all. Um, I hate when people try to say that just for marketing purposes or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just not. It's its own game. Right. It's, which I commend them. It's something different. Yeah. Uh, it's early access. So I'm, I'm going to see where it goes from here. I'll probably play it more. I, I would say that it didn't keep my attention. Mm-hmm. like other multiplayer games do <laughs> like uh um sea of thieves i'll play for like four hours at a time there's and another really. scale test this weekend. i know what you're gonna be doing all weekend yeah i uh, know i have to do some continuing professional education and accounting oh that's right yeah i'm still doing that i put that stuff off like it's homework you know yeah like, which it basically is yeah but i'm like okay i have to get this done this weekend right so i'm gonna try to play sea of thieves and do that but it's yeah. going to crimp on my style. But less than a month, it'll be out. I know. so I know uh, that's that's what I'm really looking forward to. The game is going to launch. Yeah. And it keeps... We just played a little bit. It keeps getting better. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I turned off Hunt the Showdown after like three or four attempted rounds. Because mm-hmm. it was just... The time in between games was actually kind of long, probably because of the time of night I was playing and just yeah. not many people on the server. So I was like, I'll come back to this. Right. And I think it would be more fun to play with a friend, uh, who's on voice chat with you. And yeah. teamwork seems like a big thing there, because like when you get when you get hurt, it's like press F to heal. But if you heal, you're you move slower. So it's like I get stabbed by, I get eaten by a zombie. I'm bleeding. They're like hit F to stop bleeding. So I hit F, and then they eat me and I die. Oh. Or I run and I like I just it. It just was like a calamity of bad events that just kept happening to me. It was just like, <laughs> I, I get attacked by one zombie, I run away from him instead of healing, and I run into another one, yeah. and then he kills me. Left for Dead did a really good job of healing. Yeah. You know, you could heal yourself, or another player could heal you, but you have to stay still for like, I don't know, six to eight seconds, and then you're back to normal movement speed. Yeah. I liked that. This is probably similar. It just feels like the enemies come at you too fast for that six seconds. Yeah. To actually happen. Right. You have to like, it's almost, I, I think what I mi- what I realized later in like a, probably the fourth time I played it, the fourth game, was like, there's like buildings mm-hmm. and you can like go in the building and like shut the door and then heal. Right. So I think like that, it's going to revolve around like hiding from these zombies, like in different structures. Okay. I think that's going to be part of it. I can't really tell. Like it, the game's kind of, so you kind of shift between hunter and hunted in that case. Yeah, kind you of. Know? It's weird. You're not just. Yeah, it, it's not like that's why it's not like PUBG. PUBG right. is you get dropped on an island. Everyone who you interact with is controlled by another person. Yeah. This is there's a ton of NPCs there. Mm-hmm. They're all zombies and they're they're not being controlled by anyone right so there's ai involved Mm -hmm. it's a much different game i don't i don't think that comparison is fair at all Mm. uh but you know if you don't have a computer that can run the cry any cry engine game yeah like don't get it yet okay (sighs) wait until they optimize it but it's a pretty bold choice to choose cry engine for is this an indie developer I think so. No, this is actually Crytek. Oh, it's the Crytek doing this. Well, okay, then that makes sense. <laughs> this is actually a Crytek game. Okay, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> well, no, I, I I'm glad to know that because now it's like, wow, what indie developer would choose an engine that so few people can run optimally? Deep know? Silver, Deep Silver would, and they made Kingdom Come with it. Yeah, I haven't played true. that yet. Two big Cry engine games, and no, this is the year of the Cry engine. Yeah, running on Linux. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, okay. Uh, but yeah, it's it's okay. So I, I turned off, uh, I turned off the Crytek nonsense, and I said, okay, let's see what Subnautica is all about. Okay. I fired up. Take me on a deep dive. It's not going to be very Subnautica. deep. It'll be a okay. shallow swim. Okay. Uh, early on my impressions, and this isn't spoiling a whole lot. It's like the first three seconds of the game. Basically, you get. You're in some giant uh, spaceship, and you you crash land on some planet. Mm-hmm. Before you crash, you shoot your ejector pod out. Okay. And now you're floating in your ejector pod. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're hurt. Hmm. And you're hungry. and You're thirsty. Yeah. You need oxygen. So these like three meters that show you how hungry you are how thirsty you are, how much oxygen you have. Yeah, And the it's like, here's the game loop. It's like kind of being shown to you. Yeah. It's like, okay, go find something to eat. Right. Or you need to, you need to go scavenge for parts to, there you have this, uh, essentially like a 3d printer mm-hmm. in your pod. Right. And you have to go scavenge for different items in the water to be able to create a repair tool. Mm-hmm. to repair your pod okay so that's where i'm at so i just start swimming around and you know encountering different things you can interact with a ton of stuff under the water just by i, I play with the gamepad so if you hit a um it seems like this game might have been more meant for keyboard and mouse but i'm not sure mm-hmm. uh see so yeah, i i you just you can pick fish just you can grab them and you oh, Uh, and then that's one of your main sources of food. Mm -hmm. It's interesting because when you, each thing, once you you have an inventory management thing that you can pull up with the, uh, options button Okay. and, uh, each different item that you can consume tells you, okay, this is going to affect your, uh, hunger by this much and your thirst by this much. Mm -hmm. So sometimes eating will make you thirsty. Oh, that makes sense. You know? Yeah, okay. Most, actually, all the time, I think. Yeah. Uh, So th- that's cool. Yeah. Because then you have to, it's just, there It goes that loop again. So yeah. it's like, okay, you got your food, now you're going to need something to drink. And then it's like, okay, go back to finding that thing for crafting. Uh, The other thing going on is that you can go underwater for, I want to say, like 45 seconds mm-hmm. at a time, and you start to run out of air okay and you have to come back up yeah uh so the way they deal with you running out of air visually is really impressive it's like i i almost ran out of oxygen last night and my screen went completely black and then it came back up and i was above water going (sighs) oh that's cool you okay. know what I mean so it's like the it's like darkness closes in on you the closer you get to passing out yeah and then once you get air you're like oh my god right it was so cool that was a really immersive moment this game runs in VR actually um, ooh yeah I'm interested in trying that sure yeah uh, but at the same time I'm if you don't give me teleport me- locomotion in VR I might not want to mm-hmm. I, I don't I'm not really that big of a fan of thumbstick locomotion in VR yeah, same. I'd rather use the teleport mechanic. Mm-hmm. So if they don't have that, I don't really want to play it that way. Yeah. Other thing that I thought was really cool, and it's something I rail against most FPS about, you have foot presence in Subnautica. Oh, nice. You can see your feet. Okay. And you can't normally see your feet in uh, a lot of games. Most, most, most shooters games. Yeah. leave feet out of it. Yeah. It makes sense. If you're in Subnautica and you're swimming, you're going to need to see the person's feet kicking. Yep. Uh, so they nailed that that's that's, cool. that's that's one little detail that yeah, I really liked about that's a nice touch uh, going into another game that we really like Sea of Thieves has great water Subnautica also has great water the water is very impressive they're different mm-hmm. um, but yeah so I it, it was late but I had I probably played about an hour hour and a half of Subnautica okay I don't wanna spoil anything. I don't think I really did, but it's it's cool. You are going to keep I'm, playing it? I'm definitely going to keep playing it. it. It appeals to me. It's mm-hmm. an it's, it's 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 not really an FPS yet, but it might be. Okay. Um but it's a first-person perspective game where you're swimming a lot and I don't know. I I'm curious where it goes. Yeah. Everyone seems like it, it seems like it tells an interesting story. I, I'm you know, uh I saw this uh it was an interview with Jerry Seinfeld, and he was talking about what made his show great mm-hmm. was that he created this place. It's like Jerry's apartment. Yeah, everyone knew. Okay, this is that place. I like that place. Right. And he's talking about uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm uh, with Larry David. How Larry David created a place, you know? Yeah. Like that was the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, his weird neighborhood and his friends and like. So Nautica has created a place you know. Yeah. And I'm like I want to go back to that place. Mhm. So I think they've done something good. Uh I need to play more of it, but it sounds really cool. The the sound is actually really good. Uh, anyone out there who's playing it, let me know what FOV setting you have cuz I moved mine up to 90 and it felt weird. But then oh. again, I have a mm mm-hmm. Mhm. But I started to get this like fish like bowl effect. Oh, hmm. Yeah, so that kind of weirded me out a little. Yeah, I'd be interested to know what or where other people are running. Yeah, so let me know if you're playing Subnautica. What is your FOV setting? I might make a thread about it because I, I hadn't seen th- there was like daily threads about it on the chatty. I think both uh, Shaq Chatty users, uh, Crustar and the Growler Bear play. Growler Bear's a big sub, uh, Subnautica fan. Yeah, so he might have some some input on that. <laughs> yeah crustar will probably just start talking to me about duke nukem again yeah duke duke 3d.exe yeah that is the the nomenclature for duke 3d on on chatty yeah but some people some people don't like duke <sighs> some people are wrong i know yeah it's sad but yeah so i like subnautica i'll, I'll be talking about it more on the podcast okay uh it's gonna be as i transition away from celeste i will be playing other games i am going to be probably for starting with next week's episodes and then for the next few months i'm going to be talking about uh pillars of eternity one and two and the infinity engine era of rpgs because that spoiler is what the next shack long read will be focusing on but for this week uh i've played i played a couple games first of all before we started the podcast i got to go i set sail yeah in your sea of thieves uh stress test beta yeah the scale test scale test Yeah. so yeah I, I you got here and i was like here have some yes and you got to play sea of thieves so Dude, you saw it's so it's so relaxing right i was able like you know, when when games are new and this isn't it won't be out until like I think March 20th, but right now it's still in that new stage. And so usually you have people who are very focused on accomplishing the goals of the game. But this felt like a game that had been out for a year in the best possible way. What I mean is people weren't like it's not like when you start a game of Dota 2 and you just get hazed if you're not keeping up with the team. Yeah. I was I was going around the ship. I was loading cannonballs into cannons. I got totally shit faced below deck and threw up and caught my puke in a bucket and threw it at a crewmate who came down That's we well. all we played some tunes we were sailing around rather aimlessly it was just it was just fun like i can ex- i could just exist in that game yeah and you can play it single player too you can play it single player you have a smaller boat and you just go out oh, there i didn't realize that yeah the guys that, you remember you got into a fight Yes, that's right. That's, oh, they were that in a smaller was, ship. That was a smaller ship. Okay. That's why they were able to outmaneuver you. Oh, okay. That makes sense. He outsteered you guys. Okay. And there are three of you and one of him. Yeah. And he actually, he shot he, your ship. So Yeah, he shot it up and I ran down to the lowest deck, which was flooded. Yeah. And I got my bucket out. No, you know, before you got the bucket. Oh, wait. I had, I repaired. It. I, yeah, I patched the, the hole in the hole. And then I just bailed out water. Like, that's it's the attention to detail in that game mm-hmm. is great. But what I really like about it, a couple of things. First of all, I like that that didn't feel like a chore. I think in a lot of games. Oh, yeah. Like the Sims. Some people bounce off the Sims because, like, why do I want to get dressed and go to work? I do that every day. Sea of Thieves never felt like a chore. There was There was either excitement or just curiosity or whimsy fueling everything I did. Yeah. Uh, the second thing I really like is the art style. The mm-hmm. water in that game is just breathtaking. It's the best water I've ever seen in a video game. And I would say that it it looks photorealistic, but it's interesting because it's set against this um, stylistic kind of cartoonish yeah. look for the ships and the characters. But it, it's a really nice juxtaposition, and it works really well for that game. Thanks, Lola. Yeah. She's hopping back and forth. Yep. Uh, hot potato with laps here. uh it's just it's a it's a really beautiful game uh, one comment you made that i noticed there's not a steady soundtrack you play music and your music kicks in at certain points but you're also you're playing the music you've got your banjo your accordion yep it's really it's the game is all about immersion mm-hmm. uh and it, one thing it I, goes to the hud yes to the hud yep because one, one one thing we were talking about was rare has a history of designing minimalistic huds like in donkey kong country until you gain or lose a life or pick up a banana there's no hud uh and one of the novel things they did was instead of a life meter kind of like mario when you get hit in donkey kong country you lose a monkey the monkeys are kind of your life bar and in this game it's just it's very minimalistic i like how when you sail when you're at the wheel you've got the compass so you know which direction you're yep. going there's also i didn't sh- i don't think you used it but there's a compass that in, that's one of your uh things that you can arm yes you know like you yes. had you had the ability to use like a a, a periscope or that's like right you had the ability to use a uh there's like a gun there's yeah. a sword uh you were getting drunk i got <laughs> yeah. so drunk you could play music so there's just there's a lot of different options for things like that but instead of having some persistent thing on your screen mm-hmm. that says north, you know, right. some unnatural means yeah. of telling you what direction you're going in. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, this is how a pirate would know. Yeah. So this is how you're going to have to do it. It's, it's and it goes down to the game. map. There's not a start button to look at the map. Right. You have to go down. You have to go to the captain's quarters. Yeah. You have to look at the map, you know, or I think I think it was it was below deck yeah 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 uh so so what do you do like when you're on a quest when you're on an island how do you is there a map that you can reference so they'll you'll sign up for a voyage, usually buy those at outposts, yeah, you sign up everyone in the crew has to vote on the voyage, okay, once you guys accept it, it adds to your other bumper a map inventory, okay, so some maps. We'll have like riddles on them mm-hmm. and the riddle, the first part of the riddle will include the name of the island. Okay. So then you just go down to the map and you look for that island's name. Right. Other maps are like, here's a map with no labels and just two X's on it. Mm-hmm. So here it gives you the, what the entire island looks like, but it doesn't tell you. Right. It doesn't say this is the name of the island mm-hmm. then you have to go and look at the big map with the names on it and be like where's the island that looks like a shoe or the one that looks like a hat or the one that looks like sonic you know like whatever yeah you have to like go and look for that stuff yeah uh, and that's i thought that was really it's just different it's not like it's not like i i shit on this game a lot and i don't mean to but it's just kind of the the it is the gold standard of the genre right assassin's creed yeah there's always a waypoint in that game yeah there's no fucking waypoints in sea of thieves you know there's no waypoints in breath of the wild right you know and like that's why i liked the that's why i like both of these games the, yeah the it just lets you be mm-hmm. you know and it's just so funny there was a thread in the chatty i know here we are talking about breath of the wild sorry bad kitty <laughs> There's a thread in the chatty about why Breath of the Wild was bad and I looked at all those What? Yeah. Who started this? Snapple Wolf. Uh, I made it the pinned thread on the chatty uh, and the header says, Look how wrong Snapple Wolf is about Breath of okay, the Wild. Okay, redeemed. Okay. Yeah, but if you go back if you go to the chatty slash chatty right on Shack News, yeah. the featured thread is the thread that I'm talking about. Alright. And he's super wrong about it. But yeah. a lot of people got behind it. I'm like, God guys just need to get good yeah i mean this community that could embrace dark souls so much yeah is complaining about breath of the wild being hard yeah or not rewarding not having a good leveling system i'm like what's the point like they're leveling one of the appeals of zelda is that you don't have to level it's not an rpg yeah what are you talking about leveling system yeah when i heard that i was like what level i never saw a level next to my name no link level 50 no, there's no link level 50. It's link this many hearts. Yeah, link this, this many, many hearts, this, this many, many weapons. stamina containers. Yeah, exactly. That's it. And you have total control over that. And you don't need to get a single extra heart container or stamina vessel to beat that game. No. You can beat that game with a very minimal link build. Yep. Like I did. You guys all laugh at how many how few hearts I have. Yeah. You saw mine and you're like, huh, "You be Ganon? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, all you, need is a yeah. Couple, all you need to do is go grind for some radishes. Yep. You don't need that many hearts in that game. You need 13 to get the Master Sword. Yeah. That's, th- even that's optional. Master Sword is optional. I, had, I couldn't consider oh, myself having won the game without it. N- nor could I, but I'm saying you don't have to get it. You got that really quickly, didn't you? I did. In fact, Shrines were my focus. You cared way more about that Master Sword than you did Zelda. It was. Oh, yeah, I still do. But you want to talk about beating games. We're going to move on to this in a second here. You're going to be in the hot seat. But uh, yeah, the thing about the Master Sword in this game is it's optional. I I wanted it because I loved the shrines. I loved doing shrines. Like probably my first 15 hours of that game was I just wanted to do shrines. I Mm -hmm. was having so much fun with the puzzles. I'd say the first week of my playing that game was really just going after towers. Oh, yeah, that too. Towers and shrines. It was towers for weeks. I was like, I'm going to get every tower. And then on the way to getting towers, I was like, ooh, look, a shrine. A shrine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. We're off on a Breath of the Wild I, tangent. I don't get people who don't like that game. I don't get it either. No, that's fine. Uh, so yeah, it, Bad Kitty basically has a bingo card for listening to us. And it's like... sure breath of the wild's one of her bingos so okay congratulations bad kitty on to the next one <laughs> um so yeah i i there's another game that i'm very close to beating that i don't want to beat yeah and it's how's it feel it's different yeah but Cel- you see you see what i mean like you're having so much fun with it the experience you don't want it celeste is different uh yeah then breath of the wild yeah that's true celeste is different it's a different story is she biting you she's yeah she wants to she's wrestling okay see we do this and then she gets ferocious and then i do this i block her face and she's like no she pushes me away and chews it's a whole thing we have a whole thing we have a sh- we have a you, you really, routine you really do have a shtick going yeah okay. i just want to make sure she's being good no she's being nice she's and then a, she looks she's like are you okay and i'm like lola was yes. a brat earlier she peed on the floor so yeah but it was the kitchen floor tile. so yeah yeah but still yeah you're almost three you pooper but you're just you're going on tangents because you don't want to face the fact that you don't want to beat celeste i don't i love that game i streamed it on monday see? for please take a look see i against all odds against Maslow cables wishes i Ugh. was able to stream it yeah uh it's beautiful the yes. game's, it's a great story it, the music's excellent i i at a really interesting point i don't want to spoil it it's it's just great but the point is, you are just you. It's kind of like the steady drip. I don't for know you. The you know the ability right? The dash ability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I say something that happens? Say a something little? that happens. Yeah. It's just I, I'm gonna leave it at. Okay, so 30 second spoiler. You get a double dash. Ooh. I could use it, that, and it changes everything. Okay. <laughs> That's it. I would imagine. So yeah, that so i'm at that point now where i'm like oh man so yeah it's it's something where like i played it and the other thing that happened was i normally don't play celeste for hours at a time yeah and during that stream i played celeste for two straight hours and i'm like i kind of need to like put it down for a second yeah you know what i mean it's like it's like when you get into really long breath of the wild sessions yes and then you're like i gotta go away from this Uh, game for a couple days yeah I, i felt like that with celeste so that's part of it too okay okay i think that's more part of it than it is the not wanting to beat it thing it was just like oh man it's just yeah i needed a breather it's tough it's a tough game yeah it is and it gets harder towards the end uh and it's god i love the undertones though i love the story i love how they just they've tapped into something yeah the mountain and and madeline i love madeline she's like one of my favorite characters in a video game in a really long time she's cool. a real person yeah going through real shit yeah you know and like you root for her it's That's like yeah cool. I, I i like her you know like i want her to do well and it's just you know like i love mario but i've never felt this way about mario no <laughs> like mario is less of a character more like a vehicle he's yeah. a space you inhabit mm-hmm. i love him but it, it's different than something like a yeah. Madeline. Yeah, Mario's you. Yeah. He's yeah. you. He's, he's you. your avatar. Yeah, he's your avatar. Yeah. And that's why he has so many outfits now. Yeah. But yeah, Madeline is this character and you're trying to help her. And you're you're going through her story with her. Right. And it's just interesting. And there's the old lady. You remember her? Yes. Mm-hmm. She's in the story. She makes a reappearance in the story kind of and everything about it is really interesting to me I I just I I I really like that game Mm -hmm. and yeah it is it is something where I'm like damn I don't want to beat it right but welcome to the club I'll beat it I'll beat it before you beat Breath of the Wild is that a bet? that's a bet you're probably gonna win (laughs) I'm like that's a bet I'll take that bet yes I'm like yeah come come November when you still haven't beat Breath of the Wild (sighs) ah Let's talk about. Sorry, now that we're on a Breath of the Wild tangent. Sure, the second one. Should we have a count? It's a good thing we're not playing a drinking game. I know, right? That's what listeners should do. Oh, um, maybe they should. The, yeah, don't. Do That's irresponsible. Die. Yeah, don't do a Breath of the Wild <laughs> drinking game with the chat cast. You will no, die. Don't do that. Um, you know what won about fifty awards last night? At Dice. <gasps> Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild because Snapple wolf it's a great game yeah apparently dice and the a.i.s academy of interactive arts sciences yeah a.i.s yeah A I A S. that's right yeah there we go um they think zelda breath of the wild is an excellent game they know i think it was the best adventure game they know this they think it had the best game direction best game design you know they had they also, Nintendo, being yes. not just a one-man one shop, they won Best Racer for Mario Kart 8. Oh, really? They that, won, even though it was a port? <laughs> yeah, even though it was a port. <laughs> That's hilarious. It beat, it beat brand new games. I mean, Mario Kart 8 is really good. Del- I mean, it's It's excellent. the best Mario Kart. I'll give you that. I'd say maybe it's the only racing game Nintendo needs on their system. God, <laughs> stop it with this. They need more racers. <laughs> they need more racers or like anything specific? Diddy Kong. Or- oh, okay, yeah, Diddy Give me Kong. Diddy Kong Racing too. I love Diddy Kong Racing. If they if they just came out and said Diddy Kong Racing, same engine as Mario Kart Eight, I'd buy it day one. Yes, I would pre-order the hell out of that game. Right. So no, I, I would do that. Um, and yeah, please, God, F Zero, please um yeah so they won a lot yeah um no one from nintendo (laughs) was there except for this guy nate yeah who works at treehouse nate from nintendo yeah so he he self-proclaimed nintendo guy yep about three awards in because they won something like 11 awards last night yeah if you include the lifetime achievement award to takeda son to nate Okay. No, Nate no, okay. did not win the lifetime achievement he award. And he will have this day. Uh, uh Takeda showed up and he accepted the award. Oh, okay. And he was really more of the engineer yeah. of the group. Mm-hmm. You know, there was the software engineer, Mr. Awada. There was Miyamoto, the creative kind of Johnny Ive guy. Right. And then you had Takeda, which was the guy who's like, "How the hell are we going to build this thing?" Yeah. So he was a large you know, he he helped them a lot of different times when they, when they seriously innovated. Right. He did a lot of work on the N64. He did a lot of work on the Wii. Mm-hmm. And you look at those two, what those two did for gaming. Yeah. You know, and the fact that some people on our staff think that the N64 controller sucks and it was on the cover of Time Magazine as the best product the year it came out. I just want to remind people of that. Uh, but yeah it's it's baffling to me but it was really cool to see them honor him because I think he's kind of the guy in that group that is frequently forgotten yeah you know he's, he's, he's toiling away behind the scenes and under the hood yeah you know but he was always working very closely with miyamoto and Iwata right on these projects because you had Iwata who was kind of like the big thinker right you had Miyamoto who's like here's this crazy idea can we do this mm-hmm and then Decade like, yeah, why, well, yes, we can. <laughs> Here's how. It's like everyone needs a, a Steve Wozniak in their group. Yeah. You know, and I think he was their WAS yeah. in a lot of ways. So it was cool to see him get his award. And uh, he dedicated it to any, everyone who works in the industry. Very cool. On hardware. He said, I accept this on behalf of everyone who works in to make these hardware devices. I just love everyone at Nintendo because they're so humble. I, I know that's kind of part of Japanese culture, but they're like, but he also, really cool. He did thank Mr. Yamauchi for trusting him. Oh, nice. Uh, cuz he's like they he's like he took a chance on me. Yeah. You know, and like that's mm-hmm. it was cool to see that. That was that, it was the most emotional. Mm-hmm i had seen a japanese dev in a very long time i'm gonna i need to go back and watch this it was great ign did a great job broadcasting it okay uh, greg miller hosted it with uh, jessica chobot nice and uh tim schaefer was there mm-hmm. he, he did some he had a really good bit I, schaefer's a funny he's dude. just so damn funny yeah he gave a, it was the best character award uh-huh. which i believe went to hellblade uh oh, for senua cool so that was cool to see Senua get some love. Mm-hmm. You know who won best sound design? Who? Mario. Really? You know who accepted the award for best sound design for Mario? Was it Nate? It was Nate from Nintendo. Nate from Nintendo. <laughs> Nate from Nintendo accepted ten different awards last night. They should have just put like a folding chair off camera. <laughs> it was so great because the they like, made him go back to his seat yeah. or backstage every time, and he was just winded by the end of the night. Sure, it was hilarious uh but he you gotta give him credit man he was super gracious and he had like snipper clips won for best sprite oh Uh, yeah okay that's deserved you know know? that's what i mean like nintendo cleaned up it wasn't just breath of the wild winning it was like this was like the nintendo awards yeah and it was nice to see that because we had been kind of yelling this from the mountaintop all year yep last year that Mm -hmm. this was the year of nintendo they had really done something they're probably their best year i think 2017 could go down as their best year Mm. innovative in hardware innovation in software i don't know the launch of the snes was amazing it was but it was not nearly as as stacked or as innovative i would say if i mean by the numbers yeah you're, you're right well, but also, like, so look at this. Super Mario World, my favorite mm-hmm. Mario game of all time, my favorite platform of all time, and... The 10 out of 10 club member. A member of the 10 out of 10 club. It's Shack News. But also, like, objectively, it built on Super Mario Brothers 3. Okay. And, and that's nothing against it. I'm just I saying mean, they, they had they all a solid on, foundation. They all built on one. They all built on one. But, like, that, to me, that's what Mario Odyssey was. Like, it was clearly building on 64 to Sunshine to Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they had that base covered. And Mario Odyssey is great. But then with Breath of the Wild, they were like, you know what? We're going back to the drawing board, not just for Zelda games, but for open world games. They pinpointed exactly what made open world games pre-Breath of the Wild such a damn chore. Yep. And they just threw it out and it started from scratch. So that's what I'm saying. Like They had this innovation. They had iteration. Mm-hmm. They even like Nintendo is so good at repurposing old ideas. Like They've made the Switch before. It's the DS. It's the Game Boy. But now they were like, "Well, what if we had the power of a home console, portable? Mm-hmm. And what if you could swap between them I, seamlessly?" I mean, they—I would argue—they made the switch with the gamepad for the Wii U. I was going to say that the Wii, the Wii U is kind of this just, middle step. The Wii U needed a, an SSD in it, and yeah. boom, there you go. It's yeah. a portable tablet. It was I, like I don't. It was so planned obsolete. You could argue that it was an early access switch yeah that's how planned obsolete the, and it's sitting there and you can look at my wii u that yeah. red lights on yep that means it's plugged in yeah mine is too it's one of my most favorite consoles of all time i i will i will still put the wii u's first party lineup against anything from microsoft or sony right now i think right it, now it would be tough to compare the wii u with some of these these later ps4 games as far as content or tech or what tech, the Wii U starts to show age, or just being obsolete hardware in comparison. So you can't do, you can't do some things on the Wii U that you can do on the Switch. Well, here's the thing: you know, well, it, it, yes, if you just look at engine support, yeah, I think that is the big problem yes. on the Switch. Yes, and that's why it, I find it hard. But you're right when it comes to first party game design I, yeah it's hard to argue yeah because uh, super mario maker is like the greatest thing to ever happen to me yes uh i would argue that super mario 3d world was better it's it's still my favorite 3d mario game yeah than than odyssey i think it is and yeah. um yeah i i think there's i think some other games on there that i really liked well like bayonetta 2 bayonetta 2 to me was a good example of nintendo trying to cover more bases yeah like hey you know what you know you want more mature action games here we'll lock down bayonetta and that just came to the switch in the last week or two that launched last week yeah with one right um yeah for me it's like that thing's a mario maker machine it is also here's the thing i know that zombie u has come to other platforms it's just zombie or Zombie, however they pronounce it Uh i still say the wii u version of that game is the definitive version of that game and maybe, even though I think it was a launch title, probably the best example of the possibilities offered by that gamepad. I Did you ever play was, Zombie U? Oh, it's I own it. It's yeah. one of the best asymmetric games I've ever played. Yeah. It's it's super hard. But it is. It's great. Yeah. And I thought it was really fun. It's great two player couch co op. But also and also just or it's not even co op. Well, it's just technically it's, versus. Yeah. But it's it's it does a it made really cool use of the gamepad. Like when you're on the street you need to pry off a manhole cover yeah you have to look at your gamepad when you're in your inventory your character on the tv on your tv screen is like looking over his or her shoulder while on the gamepad screen you're sorting through your inventory and you feel like this urgency like i gotta go i gotta go because something could come up behind me it was just a really cool integration like the scanner oh that game is great yeah i think they did a lot with with the two screens yeah that was that was when people were still like oh we can do this yep uh, and then even Nintendo realized that they had made a mistake. Yeah. it's Taking the 2DS and 3DS to the TV just doesn't work. No, and in fact, probably most of my favorite Wii U games were those that used the gamepad to cut down on opening and closing menus. Yeah. Like in Wind Waker, I can still sail, but I also have my C-chart open on the gamepad. Yep. Stuff like that. Like Think about the number of times in any given game that you pause to open a menu and unpause like doing that over and over that adds up yeah and like in resident evil like i I think i was playing revelation i played revelations one on the wii u and like you can look at your gamepad to see your map and your health you know what you know what game i played on wii u Hmm. shovel knight oh yeah me too that was where it had its big yeah it, it had its big coming out party on the system yep yeah, so there was, it was weird. It's a weird, quirky console, but I'm keeping it plugged in forever. Yep. Also, Smash Bros. for it is excellent. I yeah. know you're not a huge Smash fan, but... It's, oh, that's probably my favorite version of that game. Though. I think it's the best one they've ever made. Yeah. And then I can also do Amiibo Training Academy with it. I can just put my Amiibos in there and watch them fight to the death. That's right. So that was the first time that Smash was enabled that. Yeah. Also, Amiibos were born on that system. Yeah. So, you know, our podcast is basically, you know... We, we love Amiibos here. We love Nintendo. We love Nintendo. Yeah. Not all the time, but... Lately, they've been doing really well. And Nate from Nintendo had the best night ever. He did. So, did you do you think Nate had to, like, ship those to Japan? I before? bet. I would... Th- yeah, I would think that's how it would work. Like, because those are... He had... You know he got somebody to take his picture with all those awards, though. I, I I haven't seen anything yet. Were I Nate from Nintendo, that would become my Twitter profile picture. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Nate has a Twitter handle. He seems like a pretty pretty chill dude. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Serpico had worked with him. Serpico's oh, really? Before. Yeah. Cause nice. He he shoots with Nintendo a lot. Okay. He works in the production industry. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I've shot with Nintend- with uh, Nate from Nintendo. I'm like, <laughs> we didn't call him Nintendo guy in our headline. We just said Nate from Nintendo. Nate from Nintendo. Because we were like, who is that guy? In Twitch chat, Twitch chat was like going crazy over Nate from Nintendo. <laughs> they're like, they're like, best PS4 exclusive goes to Nate from Nintendo. Nate from Nintendo. <sighs> uh, but what I was amazed with was there's so much overlap between the Dice Awards and the Shack News Awards yeah for instance they got the game of the year right of course they did uh i don't think did we do a best racer i don't think we did i mean if we would have i probably would have nominated mario Kart a deluxe huh i think we should look to their awards categories yeah they have really good categories like i like that that best sprite that's a good idea yeah you know so we should steal whatever we can from yeah totally but they copied us. They gave Injustice two Fighter of the Year. We did that first. Come on, dice. So some fighter news. Some Shaq fighter news. Mm. I picked up Street Fighter Five. Really? Yeah. What do you think? I haven't played it yet. The only reason I did it because Blanka's there. Oh, was he your dude in Street Fighter Two? Yeah, yeah. That's my dude. Yeah, he was the first character I ever played in Street Fighter Two. He's my dude. Yeah. He's my spirit animal. Okay. So okay. So when you launch a game and you don't have my favorite character, I'm not going to give a crap about no, it. No, no. And then you don't even have an arcade mode at launch. So... I didn't care about that game for a year and a half. <laughs> so we're going to throw it out in Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection, right? Sure. Yeah. I'll get my ass kicked. I, I'll probably be uh, E-Honda. E-Honda's good. I'm a Balrog player. Yeah? Yeah. I'll... I do Blanca, E-Honda bison okay i like those picks yeah yeah a lot of people just kind of default to ken or you no i can play them but i like balrog and then guile and then ken yeah oh yeah guile I yeah. can play Guile Guile's good I, I I really do like Guile Guile's been good in different versions of the game too yeah he wasn't particularly strong in like uh, Vanilla Street Fighter 4 but I think as they updated that game he yeah. got better I didn't really keep up with it but yeah, that's he what did, I heard he did kind of suck at the beginning of Street yeah. Fighter 4 IV. Yeah, but I've fallen off of this series big time I have too this is actually the first time I've bought one since 2 really Yeah. 3 was good I liked 3 but it was so different what system was it on i i played it on dreamcast exactly yeah so for it me was weird. It, it was soul caliber yeah okay yeah by I the way Shack fighter is yes ivy's coming back soul i'm Calibur surprised 6. she wasn't yeah in there sooner i think they're just they're doing that whole let's you, you gotta keep a, a few fan favorites in your pocket yeah you know rejuvenate interests that makes sense But uh yeah i'm excited for that game it looks really good I don't know. I, I I enjoy that game. I like. Here's my thing. Well, I played a lot of fighters in high school. Yeah. I was known as Mortal, not just among students but teachers. Okay. I was really good at Mortal Kombat. I hustled people at Carnation Mall. Okay. Okay. Until it, it one incident ended poorly, and I had to stop. But but I only really liked 2D fighters, specifically Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Um. The only 3D fighter I ever really took a liking to was dead or alive not just because of, like the hot women but like that was a really smooth fluid fighting game yep uh i loved the counter system i i played soul Calibur. i had a dreamcast i played mm-hmm. soul Calibur. and i like i liked it but man like i'm sorry i actually have never played dead or alive five i could probably get that for like 10 bucks a GameStop now i should look into that mm-hmm. but yeah i would like to see a resurgence in doa yeah, they're busy making dating sims and volleyball know, games. And doing all sorts of crazy things. Boob physics. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think we're going to see anything useful from them. No. Uh, but yeah, I I bought it. I'm going to play it this weekend. Okay. I'm going to be really bad, but I'm going to join the ranks of the Shaq Fighters. Are you going to play just, Blanca? I'll play Bl- uh, Blanca's the guy that got me in. Yeah. I was like, okay. It just I read Ozzy's piece. If you guys haven't read it, he analyzes it from a... He he even says it in the headline from a casual and a pro perspective. I'm like, oh, from the casual perspective, sign me up. And I like read it. I'm like, word for word, it's just like this is the character for Osif, dude. dude. I'm like, yep. I don't. I I am not a fighting game guy. Ozzy is. Ozzy's big time. I look. I value his opinion when it comes to fighting games. Oh no, I know. That's like, what, me too. And like, what what's happened is I'm not good at fighting games, but. Mm-hmm. I love watching them. Yeah, same. So I've become a huge eSports fan of... SO- I love Street Fighter V. Yeah. I, I got really into it at Evo. I saw them again at uh, Capcom Cup. Mm-hmm. They did it. They did a tournament. So I've gotten into watching those tournaments almost more than Smash 4. Okay. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to give it a shot. I'll probably suck. But it seems like they finally got the game in good shape. Yeah, it, it took a couple of years, but yeah. Like, I wasn't going to buy it at launch. Mm-mm. But everything they've done has made me be like, okay. It seems like they're doing enough fan service now where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get in here. Yeah, okay. Uh, and really, like, what other... I, I have Injustice too, which I could play. Mm-hmm. And also, I could get Dragon Ball Fighters, but... Nah, I'm not, I don't. I'm not huge into Dragon Ball, Mm-mm. but from every everyone I know... That likes fighting games is really enjoying fighters does Ozzy like it I don't know I don't I don't know if I've ever heard him talk he's been pretty busy since it came out he's been so, busy yeah I don't think he dislikes it because we would have heard yeah I feel if, like it's if, something he if raised. Ozzy didn't like fighters he would have said something yeah we haven't heard anything bad about fighters no Here's the thing about me and fighting games. I still enjoy them, but I used to be really good at them. And I was never competitive. I just took pride in being good at them. Mm -hmm. Now I'm an adult. I'm so busy. Like, I was really looking forward to Mortal Kombat X. And that's a a damn good game. Mm -hmm. But I didn't really have time to learn the character, so I just bounced off it. Because to me, playing fighting games and getting my ass kicked is so frustrating because I used to be good at them yeah so now i play like i'm going to get street fighter anniversary collection because i know those games i'll be able to jump right back into street fighter 2 it's like riding a bike mm-hmm. and alpha i really liked especially alpha 2 yeah i played that on super nintendo i think it was the only super nintendo game with loading time oh my god it goes it. round one fight and then it's like 10 seconds that's right yeah it's, it's a weird time. oh wow i forgot about that but that's uh, what i mean like i bought multiple iterations of street fighter 2 yeah yeah and then like nothing Yep. I mean, I got, I played, I mean, I, I stayed with Mortal Kombat, I think, longer than I did Street Fighter because Mortal Kombat was on PC. That and also like Mortal Kombat, they put out sequels rather than iterative updates. Yeah. So like, I thought, I think like objectively Street Fighter 2 is a better game, but Mortal Kombat, with each new sequel, they changed it enough to where it was fresh again. That was the other thing, though. I, if you think about how many SNES cartridges they released, yeah, it would have been what, like seven hundred dollars to buy all of them. Yeah, it's like who had that money? For, oh, you're talking about Street Fighter? Yeah, yeah. I'm saying if you had, to, if you bought every Street Fighter release on SNES when they came out, you know, it's funny though. Uh, there are actually more Mortal Kombat cards on Super Nintendo than Street Fighter. With Street Fighter, they did World Warrior, which was an exclusive. Uh-huh. They did Turbo. And then Super 2. Okay. Mortal Kombat did 1, 2, 3, and Ultimate 3. Okay, so there's four Mortal Kombats on there? Yes. Okay, but those felt like a better investment to me because, like, <laughs> all of those Street Fighter 2 cartridges are just Street Fighter 2. Like, mm-hmm. you know, some of them are better. I think that series peaked at Turbo for me. Yeah. But, like, you can justify buying all three of the oh, – well, all four Mortal Kombat games. Like, maybe you could say skip 3 and get Ultimate. Yeah. But still – Three out of four brand new games on one system is pretty darn good. Yeah, so I'm I'm definitely uh I, I'm gonna give it a shot. Yeah. I'll report back. Yeah, I, I would be interested in hearing how you like it because I've I've waited since that game seems like twenty percent complete when it came out, I've just waited. Same. But this this was the time where like I read it and I'm like, no, this sounds like the guy that I've been waiting for okay. to like actually fight with. Okay. Um yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not really good at fighting games at all. Okay. So I probably but for me, I my favorite part was the arcade. Yeah, mode. same. Same. So they added that, I think, in the fall <laughs> last year. That was my big sticking point. The fact that Thangabe didn't launch with arcade mode. Yeah, it's shameful. Like here's the thing, it's like Quake Champions. How am I supposed to learn if I'm going up against other people who are gonna wipe the floor with me? Yeah. You can't learn and it's just discouraging. Mm-hmm. You need that arcade mode. Yeah. So I waited for arcade and then I played arcade at Tokyo Game Show, and I was like, okay. And I played it again at uh, PSX. And I was okay. Like, okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and then Ozzy had been singing its praises, and even in the chat, uh, even in the chatty, it, like the tide had turned. hmm I saw more people talking about it again. I'm like, okay. Now Blank is there. I'm like, okay. There's my character. There's your character. So yeah, I'm gonna give it a shot, but um, I don't know it's not like i play fighting games a whole lot so if i somehow fall into this that would be amazing i mean for me fighting games where i play arcade mode at home and if friends come over and want to play then i I got my money's worth Mm -hmm. you know yeah so we'll see what happens there yeah Yeah, yes that's it's basically what i've been playing and then yeah a little bit of poly bridge a little bit of balls of course let me give you a ball score update yeah let's, let's uh we need our weekly check-in this is probably also a, a square on uh bad kitty's shack cast bingo card that's right Jeez. i would have to think let's see i'm at 1285 <laughs> <laughs> and you can see it's like pretty clear it's the game that never ends i don't it know might never end i might never finish playing this game and it's kind of sad I I don't know. I don't know what to say. It's it needs to uh this Actually, point, let me give you an update. Okay. Around 12:45, it got really close to being over. Really. I had this brush with death. Oh. And I was like I had multiple things on the last row. Mm. One of them was like 2500 and I'm only at 1240 at the time. Right. So that means I would have to hit it twice at least. Mm -hmm. So I kept, you know, because I'm a filthy cheater, right? Sure. Trying and closing the app Mm -hmm. to get another try, closing Mm -hmm. the app to get another try. I broke the game. You did? The bottom row jumped up a row (gasps) and, like, overlapped. Kill screen. (laughs) Kind of. So I had this moment where I'm like, have I broken the game? The guy was like, I tweeted out, I'm like, I broke balls. And, uh, it was like it merged the two, so it was like I had to take out 900, then I had to take out another 2,500 on the same block. Yeah. So it was essentially like there was a 3,600 block there. Yeah. But it did give me another row to do it. okay. So, hot tip, if you close your app out like a ton, you might break it to the point where it gives you another row breaking the breaking its balls man yes yeah, so I broke I broke balls yeah uh pretty badly <laughs> and I and I'm still cheating I'm a filthy cheater at it I'm still still cheating still playing you learned nothing I've learned uh, I'm I I admit I've learned nothing this is a PSA to people out there <laughs> to not not do this you don't have to play balls yeah you don't have to cheat at it either if you choose to but yeah I don't know I should stop playing it. Every time I open up the app now, I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> Okay, so 1285, and we'll check in again next week. Yeah, I'll, I'll update everyone what happened. I It was the closest I've been to Game Over since we started talking about this. Wow. Yeah, it was really close. I you prob- know, you realize if if and when this game ends, it's going to be the end of an era. Yeah, that'll be it. I will delete this game. Really? I don't know if I'll delete it. Oh, Uh, see, you've already you've already (laughs) walked it back. I won't play it anymore. I never (laughs) delete if it's on there. You will play it. No, I won't. I hate this game. I want it to end. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. So that's that's about all from the gaming uh, side of playing things. Yeah. Some really dumb news that came out this week <laughs> yes uh, the wheel has turned we're back to this <laughs> no, I, no, I, I got some I, I want to talk about some gaming news for you. oh okay, okay. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog movie Oh yeah, I saw that I think you wrote up that story. I wrote up that story 2019 yeah. who's asking for this? No one asked for this and it's live action and CG, oh. it's going to be super bad. Did they not see the original Super Mario Brothers? Holy hell. This That's going to be terrible. Yeah. I, I don't... No, I, there's nothing else you can say. Yeah. It's, I got nothing else to say. No. Other than there's a Sonic movie being made. Oh. And I'm like, you guys ask me why what I mean by Darkest Timeline. This is what I mean by this, Darkest Timeline. This is it. Thanks, Trump. Seriously. We're getting a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Goodness. Um... <laughs> so yeah that 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 was news <laughs> oh my god yeah. uh what else? oh mario uh the luigi balloon mini yeah. mm-hmm. that launched this week and mm-hmm. luigi's apparently really funny he says all sorts of stuff Dude, when you come to visit him he's so funny nintendo has an underappreciated sense of humor you know but luigi is just yeah he's he's like the rodney dangerfield of nintendo yes you know he what He gets I mean? no respect. He gets no respect. And like, I love him. So they're pulling, poly- like, I was saying, what, last episode? That I was like, you know what? I'm kind of falling off of Mario Odyssey. And then they must have heard me because they're like, oh, oh, really? Luigi. Luigi. Luigi, number one. You yeah, know, deal with it. And I'm like, shit. And it's also New Donk City was like the area like everyone was showing off. It looks really cool now and different. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, I gotta go play it. And you get a bunch of coins. You get more coins. Oh, that's awesome. You can buy more outfits. You get even more outfits. Yeah, they that, have more the outfits filters. in that game are really impressive. And they have more filters now for the photos. There's this, like, really trippy one. Dude, they they knew exactly how to pull you back in. They really did. So I, I'm i going to play it, but I, I haven't yet. Because the <laughs> in true Nintendo fashion, they announced the patch. And at the same time, Nintendo Switch Online went offline for four hours. Or three hours. It's like, new Mario patch, available. Nintendo Switch Online, unavailable. <laughs> so, so somewhat related, a lateral step in subjects. Nintendo announced, I think earlier this year, when I was uh, on sabbatical, I guess, that the Nintendo Network would launch this fall. you think we'll get Virtual Console news with it? No. Is Virtual Console dead? Or are they just going to release classic games on eShop now? Virtual Console's dead. I don't, I don't, I don't know what the hell they're doing. If they're smart, they'd come up with some sort of like subscription-based model for it. I don't. So, I know you don't want that, but I'm I saying don't. they want to make money. I mean, objectively, yeah, that's probably what they should that's do. That's what Kimishima wants to do. That's all that guy wants to do is make money, and he's. I mean, he's succeeding mm-hmm. masterfully. Yes, but yeah, I imagine that's what that's what will happen there uh so yeah but yeah the, the story i really wanted to fixate on was the, the sonic uh because <laughs> why uh but yeah gotta go fast in 2019 if you read the article on shack i included every dank meme from sanic possible <laughs> sanic you know the actual header image is a sanic drawing because <laughs> there's no there's no concept art for this movie it's just an agreement between paramount and Sony and, and sega this can't be a coincidence right like nintendo announces that oh, they're no. working with who, whoever it is for the nintendo this mario is totally movie. this is not a coincidence at all and sega's it's like sega tried, oh sega's like oh yeah mario we're still better than you watch our movie and it's like still quit better. having this weird complex with yeah. nintendo sega Stop. like you lost years ago at the olympics yeah <laughs> Remember yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, sure. He lost. Mario beat Sonic at the Olympics. Yeah. That's all I know. Uh, so yeah, that was that's <laughs> that's a, a news story. That's that's a shake your head kind of news story. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there was some other. You should we? What do you want to talk about next? Do you want to talk? I use. think the big topic is, of course, the uh, the shooting in Florida, which is tragic, and and then and then of course, inevitably it's being linked to video games. Video games are becoming a scapegoat because because the NRA and politicians are receiving I would say more heat than they have ever received after a mass shooting and it's and it's far past time for this to tighten laws on gun control. And I by tighten I mean like actually create and enforce laws on gun control. Yeah, so on Tuesday literally 3 tenths of a mile away from where we're sitting right yes, now, there yes. was a shooting It wasn't anyone shot except for the person who brought the gun into the school. A kid shot himself. A seventh grader brought a gun into Jackson Middle School and shot himself in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. So I wake up and I'm just hearing helicopters everywhere. I'm like, what the hell's going on? It's like eight in the morning. Yeah. And there's multiple helicopters flying around my house. Yep. I'm like, is this... Like, like, what's happening right now? Yeah, yeah. And uh, see, so yeah, I, I was kind of concerned, and I, I go, uh, it, it was weird, because I, I just I come downstairs, Lola's barking, fed her breakfast or whatever, and got over to the computer to do some work, and I was writing up a story. So I go to Google Trends when I'm cross-referencing headlines, mm-hmm. and on my Google Trends, Jackson Middle School was the number one trend. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And I, I'm hearing these helicopters, and I see Jackson Middle School is trending. I'm like, oh, shit. Yep. So I clicked the link because mm-hmm. I want to become an informed reader of information. <laughs> and the actual link that I clicked was the wrong headline. It said seven-year-old. Oh, yeah. That's and right. I, yeah. I linked that <laughs> in the chatty, And people were like, oh, my God, seven-year-old. And I'm like, no, they fixed the headline. It's the seventh grader. Seventh grader. Yeah. Either way. Kids shouldn't be able to bring a gun into school and shoot no. anybody, let alone themselves. Uh, and yeah, the the response by government—I don't. Did you see the town hall on CNN? I haven't seen it. No. Uh, Marco Rubio, a couple other people. I heard about it. They yeah. went there and got their asses handed to them by yeah. these brilliant, young, angry kids. And I'm calling them the woke generation. Yeah. And I'm That's like, pretty good. You, you know what? They're our only hope, dude. It's not going to be the yuppies above us, right? Or us? No, our generation's already boned. Yep. So it's it's got to be these the woke generation. The woke generation. I'll vote for the woke Obama or whoever they got mm-hmm. some some girl. I'll vote for whoever comes out of this woke generation. Yeah. But they're not taking this bullshit anymore, no. and that's what we need. Yep. We need these people to be able to vote in about three years. And actually make some serious changes. Yeah. And then actually get involved in politics. But yeah, the same nonsense that they're blaming video games again yep. for this. There's video games in Canada. Mm-hmm. There's video games in Japan. Australia. In England. Yep, Right? In Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, in France. In Germany. Mm-hmm. There's violent video games everywhere. We have a problem here yeah. that is unparalleled in the world, and it's because of our gun laws. Yeah. To think, to, to use video games again, you know, remember it was Marilyn Manson, and G- Marilyn Manson, and Pulp Fiction, and yeah. Grand Theft Auto, right? Mm-hmm. Now it's PUBG's fault. Yeah, back with Columbine, it was Doom's fault. Yeah, Doom. Mm-hmm. Doom. 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 Satan? Yeah. In a game with hell? Yeah. And Satan and the devil? Oh. Doom? Yeah. Come on. Mm-hmm. Perfect scapegoat. Yep. You know, even though Quake was probably more satanic. Yeah, it probably was actually. If, when you think about it. I mean, Doom, you literally go to hell. Yeah. But Quake had the pentagrams yeah. and. Quake had more satanic imagery. <sighs> it did. Doom did. It did. It also had the graphics to showcase it. Yeah. You know, and then there's, I mean, Call of Duty. Yeah. You know, that. that are they going to blame Call of Duty for this? My point is and has always been, art reflects reality. Mm-hmm. Not the other way around. No. Reality is not reflecting art. Our culture is violent. Yep. That's why there's violent media in the world. That's why movies are violent. That's why... We sensationalize violence. I think the worst thing the media does every time they talk about a shooting, they say, how many people? Yeah. That inherently gives it a high score mentality. Yeah. And someone out there wants to beat the high score. We had the Virginia Tech shooter. Yeah. There are over 30 people. We had what happened in Las Vegas. Yeah. 50 people. Yeah. And now we have the school shooting with 17 people. Mm hmm. I understand honoring every person who died, but by saying it in the headlines, you're incentivizing the next killer to try to set another score. Yeah. That's the only way that this resembles gaming at all. Yeah. Is that people are becoming competitive with their psychotic murder sprees. hmm So, what's really the problem? Is it we live in a society where people want to do this? Yes. Is it that guns are so easy to get that you can do this? Yes. Is it that extended clips are available for assault rifles? And that's like a right for every citizen? <laughs> or is it Grand Theft Auto? Or is it is it Halo? Are people actually more violent that play video games or are we less violent? I play shooters all the time. I don't want a fucking gun. I don't want a gun. Here's the thing. I I have been playing a doom came out when I was like 11 years old. I played it. I've never killed anybody. Never wanted to kill anybody. I never felt an inclination to go get a gun and not even to go shoot. I don't think there's anything wrong with that with wanting to like go out to the range. If you enjoy guns fine. But I, to, here, here's, the, here's the thing to me. I, I have a, there's some police officers in my family, and these people are very stoutly and staunchly NRA supporters, mm-hmm. which has always seemed kind of backwards to me because I would think, as cops, you are the ones who are going to have to deal with these crazy people. Wouldn't you want, as a sane, law-abiding citizen, wouldn't you want stricter gun control? so that your everyday job decreases the chance of you getting shot up by some lunatic who was able to just go into a store and buy a gun. I The, the argument I frequently hear from people is that, well, there's already a lot of guns out there. <laughs> they're still going to be out there they'll just be on the black market and then i point to every other country that uh, yeah i think australia is a great example I, I mentioned them very specifically yeah they had a mass shooting it was in the mid 90s yeah and they passed very strict gun control laws and they haven't had one. not, since. not one canada is another really good example Everyone that's like i'm a hunter i'm a gun owner guess what tons of people have guns in canada and they don't go around into schools and murder people yeah So, I don't think that's going to work. I don't think that's the argument. And to me, it's just ridiculous for Trump to say we need better rating systems on video games. Another governor said we should tax video games and put that towards some sort of mental health. See, here's the thing. And mental health has become another unfortunate scapegoat in this argument. All they're trying to do is divert attention from these kids... Have, who have who, who are galvanized and know they know what the problem is the problem is gun control mm-hmm. and then and, and politicians who receive very you know big fat checks from the nra want to steer attention away from gun control they'll blame anyone and anything you know i was on i was on twitter as i tend to be uh and nick chester actually from unreal I think, their PR guy. Yeah. He tweeted out, he's like, the video game industry has more revenues per year than the gun industry. If we all get together and lobby, we're a bigger lobbying group than the gun industry. Mm -hmm. So I was like, let's go for it. Sure. Sign me up. Yeah. You know, let's get the video game lobby to lobby Congress. Mm -hmm. Because this is the environment we're in. Money talks right now. Right. So they need to get their money in the faces of all these people saying you know what it's not video games yeah how about let's see video game companies lobby for gun control right let's make it an arms race with money so i think that's what has to happen they're the guys that are in power Mm -hmm. but man it's just so it's ridiculous man like it's so often i have two i have two little nephews and you have a niece right Yeah, I have uh, three nieces and a nephew. You have three nieces and a nephew, and they're all in school, right? Yep. Any given day, some maniac could come into their school and murder them. My brother is a teacher and while we were waiting in line at canes the other night i said what has it ever like what goes through your head with all this stuff going on as you get up to go to work he said just a week ago he teaches in the canton in canton city schools he said just a week ago their school was on lockdown he had to barricade his classroom he had to keep his kids calm while he himself he was like i'm shitting my pants you know and yet and yet here's here's an even dumber suggestion than all this stuff that's being spouted about, about about video games they want to arm teachers now they want teachers to yeah. be armed security guards too uh-huh. on top of educators on top of all the other on top of coaching on top of all the other stuff they're doing they're already underpaid yeah let's make them let's give them all guns yeah and make them even more stressed out about their job and then didn't trump say correct me if i'm wrong but i i believe he was supposed to have said something like oh well not every teacher yeah. Just the ones who are, who are tough and, and can handle it or something like that. I'm sure he qualified his statement with some bullshit other I'm sure th- he did. thing that he does. Yeah. Because he's a horrible human being. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it, I did hear that he might pass stricter laws on bump stocks, which is a step in the right direction. Yeah. Uh, you would have killed maybe four people instead of 50, you mm-hmm. know, or whatever. Like, yeah. it, it'll it'll change but my my can real question is and it's just very simple do does every american need an assault rifle no handgun i understand yeah. shotgun i understand yes. if you a, a rifle if you need a rifle for hunting i get that mm-hmm. i'm not anti-gun no i'm not either i think you can have a gun my point is semi-automatic and automatic weapons with mods what good do they do? Are, is anyone hunting deer with an automatic weapon? Nope. Then why do we need them? It's are we really? Uh, is someone going to come to your house that you can't dispatch with an assault rifle? Or yeah. sorry, with with an, a, a hand handgun yeah. or a shotgun? Mm-hmm. You can't get rid of the person with a shotgun. You need an AR-15 or an AK-47 in your house. The, the where the fuck? What the fuck happened to this country? Yeah. That that's how little trust we have in our fellow man. That we all need a fucking AK. Yep. What the fuck is wrong with this country? But you know, this uh, is not the case anywhere else, man. You don't see this in Japan. No, you don't. You, you know, you could walk around the streets in Japan, wasted, pass out on the side of the street, and no one's gonna fuck with you. because yeah. people give a shit about each other there. They're not. They don't view everyone as a threat. Right. There's something wrong. Is and that's why I when you, when people point to mental health. It, there is a component of this that is mental health related, but it's also like the psyche of our entire country. Yeah. There's something wrong with us that we are a more violent society. If you watch Bowling for Columbine, they do it. He yeah. does a really good job of highlighting all the statistics that show just how much more violent we are. Right. Other thing that I think no one talks about ever. We've been at war for 17 years. Yeah. You don't think that has an effect on the psyche of a country? I mean, you know what this is all going back to. It's it's the GOP and right-wing media. Because to me the issue isn't why do we need an all why do we all need an AK? The issue is they might take your guns. Yeah. They might take your AK, your handgun, your this. It's not that people want an AK, they're just angry and scared by the idea that someone might take it. Yeah, it's the same people that were fighting for those tax cuts. Yeah. That doesn't benefit... They got a $150 tax cut. Yeah. Apple is pocketing $100 billion. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. Same thing. It's like you're fighting for the right for people to have AK-47s. Like, yeah. Because you're afraid of someone taking your gun away. I don't want anyone's gun to be taken away if you have a handgun or if you have a normal thing. Yeah. But I do think... We don't need assault rifles. No. We don't. Nope. I really don't think that we we need assault rifles. If you look at all these horrible shootings that are going on, it's coming from uh, automatic and semi-automatic weapons. Right. And the mods that are available for semi-automatics that turn them into automatics. Yeah. That's the biggest problem. hmm So it's like, fine. I get it, Congress. You're horrible. Right. Worst approval rating in history. Yep. But fucking do something. Yeah. It's just don't blame video games like really video games that's what's doing this yeah the guy who shot up 50 people in vegas that old white dude was it was it red dead that did that to him (laughs) no this kid was it was it mario odyssey that got him Mm -hmm. made him go on a killing spree Mm -hmm. no it must have been breath of the wild must have been breath of the wild yeah breath of the wild right or tetris tetris did it yep It's like blaming violent... Or balls. No, or even violent movies. Yeah. They saw Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. It's ridiculous. Art imitates life. Yep. Life is violent in America. And we're all in denial that we are at war. Yeah. This country's been at war for 17 years. They never talk about it. No one mentions how that could be affecting things. Right. You know? And even uh, Columbine. I think the day of Columbine, Bill Clinton was bombing Iraq. Yeah. So we don't want to think about how our violence overseas and how we're so willing to just... Our country is willing to kill people, innocent people, in Afghanistan, and Syria, in Iraq, in uh, uh, UAE, mm-hmm. in Yemen. Right. They just call it collateral damage. Right. You know, so... What's to stop us from looking at, what's to stop the government from looking at those 17 kids mm-hmm. that died, the, who died in Florida? Right. And a teacher, right? Yeah. And just say, oh, that's collateral damage. Right. That's how I think they're viewing it. Because they're getting those checks from the NRA. Mm-hmm. I just think, it, because the system is so broken, the only way for us to get out of this is to bribe them. So we need, I think you need the video game companies to step up. Yeah. I think it'd be a great middle finger. Sure. To say, hey, we're, we're, we have a new lobbying group for gun control Mm -hmm. coming from our money. Right. We're going to lobby against the NRA Mm -hmm. and we have more money than they do. And let's see, let's see how the legislatures go. Yeah. That'd be great. I'm all for it. That's what I'm, that's I'm Nick, Nick posted on Twitter. I'm all for it. Yeah. I'm on that platform. But this idea that oh yeah, there's video games that did this. No, the accessibility to a violent weapon is what did this. Mm-hmm. And it's, and I know like it. It's kind of like this idea of arming teachers, which I agree <laughs> is dumb. Yeah. But when you go into a bank, there's someone in that bank who has a gun, mm-hmm. right? Every bank. When you go into a sporting event. I go to Cavs games. Yeah. I have to go through a metal detector. Mm -hmm. There's multiple police officers on the location. Why are we protecting our school? Why aren't we protecting our schools the way we do our money or our athletes? Yeah. It seems like that's our most valuable thing. And I understand, like, they even had a cop that was nearby and he was late in responding. But you're, it would take, I think it takes probably what, to get to Jackson Middle School from where we are. Yeah, from from where the police are, Mm -hmm. probably takes like half a minute. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. But the problem is the kid had the gun in the school. Yeah. It's about preventing people from entering with weapons. Right. And that you you really have to do metal detectors and security. Mm -hmm. I don't see why we don't do that at the very least. If we're not going to change the rules, let's just turn every school into fucking TSA. Because I mean, we put up with that now when we fly. Yeah. No one wants to do that at school, though. I I guess the problem is the TSA takes more and more liberties and people just kind of turn the other way. I think that's the slippery slope. Oh, yeah. You know. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Is that but it, it might be the best case scenario. In a world where they refuse to do proper gun control, right. I see a police state being a more likely solution. Yeah. Especially with this freaking guy in an office. Yep. That's that's my fear. Right. And that's why I'm like, please, billion dollar companies who are being made scapegoats for this. Yeah. Stand up. Yeah. If a seventeen year old kid can stand up. Yeah. Then these billion dollar companies. Really can God bless them. those kids. I, yeah. I loved seeing them stand up mm-hmm. and call out politicians on their bullshit. And yep. like I said, if maybe this is the woke generation and they'll be able to lead us out of this muck. But they're not going to be electable for another 20 years. Right. So we got to They'll long, be voting soon. They'll be voting soon. Mm-hmm. So you need the woke party. You yeah. need the woke candidate. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, in the meantime, what the fuck? So yeah, gun control now. I've been using that hashtag. I, I believe we need to do something. But I'm a realist. You, you know, I talked to you about the market this way. Right. I don't think anything's going to get accomplished. Not with this Congress. Not with this president. The money is already in. Yeah. You know? So it's like, it's about getting us set up in 2018 for a Congress that would be more likely to do something. And then if it's a situation where in 2019 we have a gun control bill that Trump won't sign, well, now we have an issue to debate in 2020 in that election. Right. You know? So I see those dominoes setting up. So hopefully people will stay motivated. My fear is that there's going to be another shooting. It's going to be just as terrible. But having two little nephews that go to school every day freaks me out now. Yeah. I'm worried about them every day because they live in Texas and people are crazy in Texas. Mm-hmm. You got People yeah. burning down mosques in Texas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's not. I don't know. There's something very wrong in this country. It's yeah. not video games. No. I've played every shooter that ever come out. I don't even own a gun. Yep. Because Jack Bauer taught me in episode one of 24 that a, a steak knife is almost more dangerous than a gun. Sure. You're more likely to kill yourself or hurt yourself with a gun than you are a steak knife. Mm-hmm. But I could easily dispatch anyone who enters my house with a knife. Right. So why would I need a gun? Yeah. And everyone has a knife in their kitchen. hmm You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know. It, to me, it's like the self-defense argument to me has always felt moot. And like, also, I, I don't, I don't get it. Like, the, the problem is, I think people become complacent. If you have, let's say you have a handgun for self-defense, mm-hmm. and first you're afraid of it, you treat it with respect, kind of like the ocean. Then eventually it's just kind of there, and maybe one day you forget to put it back, a kid gets a hold of it, they hurt themselves, or maybe they take it out of the house and hurt a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. I, that That's a slippery slope to me, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I wish there was a very easy to button up solution to all this, but there's not. Yeah, and it just sucks, man. It, you know, like, I it sucked for something to be so close. Yeah. That like I hadn't uh, I'm trying to think. I hadn't. I hadn't had to deal with. I hadn't had to deal with this nearby yeah now it's in your neighborhood basically yeah you know but i remember when columbine happened i was in i was i was a junior in high school yeah i was i think junior senior i must have been senior if you were a junior i was in high school yeah and they uh they profiled me and my two friends really because we wore trench coats Ah, they're like, "Uh oh, they we got that that happened to a kid I know. They're like, oh, they're the trench coat gang. Mm -hmm. I'm like, fuck, we can't wear trench coats anymore. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's just weird. It's it's weird being. That was a weird time. Yeah, uh, being profiled and and. Just we were the video gamers. That was the thing. Yeah, we were those. We were the gamers. Right. We, We were those guys. Right. We were those guys that were going to. Uh shoot up shoot school. Every, shoot everybody up and, right because yeah. we played duke nukem and we played quake and we played right. doom and right you know that was our thing but i would argue that people who play video games tend to be more chill and more peaceful sure uh, than people who are hunters yeah <laughs> you know? we, t- we tend to be more just creative and inquisitive and yeah yeah video games are a way for us to express ourselves not study up on how to kill a bunch of people so i know we need to go but i got one last topic sure. I wanted to bring up um jason schreier ah uh, yes from kotaku right wrote a tweet out yesterday and it really just i, I just shaking my head okay uh i'm just gonna read it to everyone okay if you're on twitter i don't know what his ad is you can just find him there's a widespread belief in parentheses based on truth that game journalists don't get paid much and then he links a reset era the new NeoGaf mm-hmm. uh form link he says if you work for a game site and want to get paid what's your worth and then in capital letters unionize kotaku's salary minimum for full-time writers is $50,000 with a link to a Gawker policy Mm -hmm. uh, art website. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) where to start? Um, Let's talk about Kotaku. Well, do you think that game journalists should unionize? Uh, I can't really give an informed opinion on it, but my gut reaction to that is no, because the, the problem is, that tweet, I read it myself, just from having listened to you and talked to you about it briefly before the show. They're trying to kind of create this like blanket statement or this blanket salary. Mm-hmm. Kotaku is is kind of an exception because they're part of a conglomerate. Yeah, uh, you know, like like Giant Bomb, like GameSpot, like IGN, and not throwing stones at anybody here, but Polygon, those, like Polygon, they they are part of companies that have. Um, millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. Very deep pockets. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's a different situation from company to company, I would say. But you could argue um, just because they have deep pockets, these companies might not be running profitably. Look at, Gli- yes. Look yes. at Glixel. Yes. Perfect example. Mm-hmm. Rolling Stone's a big Rolling company. Stone. Rolling yeah. Stone's a big damn company. Mm-hmm. They shut down their San Francisco office because it wasn't making money. Right. Simply wasn't. Yeah. You know, I know they have freelancers working there now, but they've moved to a virtual office. Sound mm-hmm. familiar? Mm-hmm. And those people aren't located in San Francisco only. Right. So it's to me, it's like you're a website, Kotaku, based in San Francisco, paying people fifty thousand yeah. dollars. What does fifty thousand dollars get you in San Francisco, David? You live there. <laughs> Not a lot at all. Right? Yes. Yeah, Could you maybe live in like a studio? It it would still be steep. You might have to live not, not in San Francisco. You're going to want to commute. You're going to want to get out of San like, Francisco. live in Berkeley. I or, lived in Daly City. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was... You're either moving south or east. Yeah. You're not living in San Francisco for 50 grand. No, you're not. Not unless you have about four roommates. Right? Yeah. In a studio. Yeah, in a studio. So, that right there I call BS. Because you could live in Ohio on 35 grand mm-hmm. way better than you could on 50 grand in San Francisco. Yeah. And so, right there, to broad to, to to label all games journalists by one set of yeah uh, cost of living standards yeah. is just you're painting with too broad of a brush. Right. Other thing is, I question how many sites are profitable, even the big ones. Yeah. I actually question their profitability more than the smaller ones. It's because I think you can see. Their struggle on the surface. Yeah. GameSpot.com reviews TV shows, movies, movie trailers. Uh, they you know, they're not GameSpot. They should be called Media Spot. Yeah. You know, IGN, same thing. I've you know, those are sites that pivoted from only games to trying to cover everything because yeah. they will need more traffic. Yeah. And Kotaku's always always been all over the place. Yeah. So and and mind you, Kotaku was sold. Yeah gawker was sold right you know it was not like the thing they were going to go bankrupt yeah if they weren't sold they were bankrupt right because of the lawsuit from right. peter Thiel. Mm-hmm. right so they got sold they got a stay of execution right but like, you can't be sitting here talking about how you're getting 50 grand a, a year as a minimum yeah and you're talking to websites that don't even make 50 grand in a year right they don't even make fifty grand in sales in a year, right? And I'm a guy who's running a website, mm-hmm. so I, I I see the headwinds, and I yeah. talk to guys like Kevin Cassidy at Go Nintendo, mm-hmm. right, or the folks at Zelda Universe, right. These smaller sites. And they're very small groups of people working on these things, and they're not paying them a whole lot, Yeah. but they're running at break-even, or they're just hanging in there. Some of them are even volunteer-based. That's where a lot of people get their start. That's how I started. Yeah. I was never paid. Same. I got... No, but you've been paid. No, no, no. I was never paid. Oh, okay. You were never paid. I'm saying, yeah, I started pro bono. Yeah. I built up a portfolio. I did, too, but I never got paid. Right. By the time I had a portfolio, they're like, hey, you want to buy this website? Yeah. So I went, from get, I went from not getting paid and contributing to now having to pay That's right. and still contribute for free. Yeah. I, I guarantee out of all those websites, the CEOs of those companies make more than their writers. Mm-hmm. I'm probably the only one who doesn't. Right. You know, I make less than everyone on staff. Except for Donovan. Mm-hmm. We make the same amount. <laughs> but he's an intern. Right. That's all Once right. Once he starts working for us, yeah. I'll pay him. Yeah but right now i just don't want to piss off his mom right he's a college guy yeah he can't to demand do, too much of his time no i want him to do his college thing yeah i don't want to be i want him to graduate good grades but when he's free he can do some work right uh yeah we get paid the same but everyone who's paid to work on the site makes more than me yeah i guarantee that's false on, on every one of those other sites yeah so it's just i have a little bit of a chip on my shoulder no, when, that's, when i read that's that. understandable. That's and I just don't, I think it's a very broad thing to say. Yeah. If individual sites want to do that, go for it. But to call upon all of us as games journalists Doesn't, to unionize. The scale isn't there. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's just ridiculous. We are a generation and that industry is a generation of independent contractors. Mm-hmm. That's how it's always been. Yeah. That's how it'll always be. Except for the, those vaunted five, right. the Kotakus of the world. Yeah. So this kind of elitist McGumbo, I fucking hate. This is why I don't live in San Francisco. Yeah. Fuck those people. Yeah, they, fuck anyone who thinks they're entitled to anything. Well, because you, you, if you even know how many page views you get, props to you. Yeah, because people who don't know how much money they're generating for a site and then calling for more money. Yeah, that's fucking ignorant. That's is, what bothers me. The thing is, it's 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 kind of been a great irony of San Francisco where they're there um you know a lot of left wing liberal people out there which i identify with but also ironically they're kind of out of touch yeah no it's become uh it's a smugness yeah it's yeah. a smugness and an out of touch nature with what is actually the grind of the average american yeah and you see it in the wealth gap over there mm-hmm. the fact that they're talking about 50,000 as a minimum yes. most people in the world would die to make 50 grand a year yeah that'd be great right you know that's above the average income for the united states Mm -hmm. and you're writing about video games yeah you know people who write like if you're just a reviewer and you're not if you're on a, a small site you might get 100 page views from your review right that translates into pennies of ad revenue that's the other thing going on ad revenue has collapsed not just the shack news everywhere yeah it's dropping precipitously google is blocking ads through chrome now mm-hmm. right yep. which is now the most popular browser in the world yeah so websites are really really struggling yeah this is not the time to unionize no I, I i posted in our slack i'm like hey guys please don't unionize <laughs> um and no one obviously no one at shack wants to and you i don't want it. i'm not tooting my own horn I'm just like People point out I give leeway to people that other sites don't, other companies don't. Yeah, I'm not a dick, and yeah. I'm not like hard to work with. I, yeah. I I think I've created a really cool place to work. I'm I get up every day. Honestly, I'm not kissing your ass here. I, I like what I do at Shaq News, and I'm am glad to be able to do it. Yeah, and I think everyone has found their place now, and we're we're working. Yeah. So it's yeah. I, I that was the last thing. It didn't piss me off as much about as this gun control issue, but it's just another thing that happened this week where I'm like, yeah, I. There's a reason why I don't schmooze with these people yeah. when I go to these events. Is that I'm not one of them, right? And that 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 tweet made me feel like you know what, I'm kind of glad to not be part of this club. Yeah, if that's the club, like I'm I'm good. I'll be on. I'll be over yeah. here. Yeah, I'll be over in Ohio, right? Yeah. Where I pay zero rent because I already own this house, yeah, right. I've owned this house for over thirty years now in my family, so I'll just, I'll be over here saving my money, yeah, for the recession. You guys, you guys, you know, the average site. If they if if the average site staff unionized, they would shut down. There's um there's another little wrinkle that I don't think Jason Schreier, maybe he's thinking about it, maybe not. He published a book last year. Mm -hmm. Uh, blood sweat and pixels i bought it haven't read it yet but it's getting rave reviews it's been a number one bestseller on amazon i think since it came out Mm -hmm. so he's got a nice royalty stream yeah coming in too on top of whatever he's making for Kotaku. and I'm, i'm not taking an aggressive stance against him i don't know him i like his work that's why i bought the book but it's another one of those factors that i think maybe he didn't take into consideration when he called for all video game writers like i have that stream too it's probably yeah. not as big as his but i have it yeah but all games journalists should but have all books. games journalists should have books yeah, why don't and royalties you all have books? and why won't why you all interview blizzard and yeah. write stay a while and listen yeah why don't you guys do that why don't you guys go write rocket jump yeah it's easy yeah oh i i did it there's great like i love hip-hop gamer Right. Yeah. He's not going to write rocket jump. Right. He's different. Da- His different different kind of games journalist. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make him any less. Doesn't make him any more. No. But you look at what he's done and the partnerships he's created. Yeah. It's like he, there's other ways. Oh, that's the whole thing. Like at a at a granular site per site outlet per outlet level, even being able to have the freedom that he has that I do to be able to write what we want to write is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. um yeah, it's leaving out that that's the thing that really bothered me it's leaving out the driving force for me which is love for video games mm-hmm. and it goes back to something that's on like i've seen it on multiple people's headers but it's jeff Gersman's twitter bio mm-hmm. it's like i've been writing about video games for so long it'd be stupid for me to stop yeah it's like no you should keep doing it because you love video games yeah i know know he's a curmudgeon and he well he's he's sarcasm he's like a cartoon character yeah but that attitude is pervasive i think it's i mean i think in jeff Gerstmann's case again i don't know him either but i think that's kind of his usual sarcastic style like he does love it yeah no i know um but but like i think that that thing though yeah that sentence yeah sure is emblematic of an attitude that i see in san francisco from these people i think that cuz i go to I'll, I'll go to an event right and mm-hmm. i'll see freelancers for polygon or some i'll be at yeah. a madden thing yeah and they're just not interested at all mm-hmm. they're just like i saw when i saw gamespot capture their footage for nhl by putting two computer players against each other yeah i was like god you guys fucking hate video games yeah they don't even give a fuck man mhm you're going to write impressions without <laughs> even fucking playing the game. Yeah, you're just going to sit there and write articles about something else but do you while think you're capturing gameplay footage. To play devil's advocate, you know what happened to uh, Dean Takahashi last year. Yeah. Do you think that's part of it where games journalists maybe are so afraid to play a game? Like, I, if I had to do a session of NHL, I wouldn't set it to AI versus AI. I'd try, but I'd also look terrible. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're, they're concerned about backlash over that sort of thing? Just to play devil's advocate. This was before that happened to Dean. Oh, okay. That yeah. happened to Dean at Pax. And this was before that. Okay. Yeah. But that sucks. Yeah. No, I and yeah, you can end up on Kotaku in action. We did we had a we had someone who did a, a Duke Nukem video capture. hmm Yeah, I remember at PAX. That. Mm-hmm. And that video ended up on Kotaku in action. It's the worst Duke Nukem gameplay I've ever seen. So was it World Tour? Because if yeah. so, that's okay. Wow. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, so it, it was bad. I should have been there. I wasn't. It's okay. Um, but yeah, like I, I capture gameplay footage for us, and I don't care. Yeah. I, I You know what I found? You know what? Please, please en- let us end up on Kotaku in action. We'll get a hundred thousand views. All right. You know what I mean? So it's like I'm. It's not something I'm too concerned about, but it mm. is something where. If I know someone's better at a game and can capture, I'm going to have them do it. Yeah. You know, but it's... If you're at an event and it was the first time Dean had ever played Cuphead... Yeah. I'm not surprised he sucked at Cuphead. Also, like, I, I kind of empathize with Dean because Dean, like me, like, Dean loves video games. So do I. But I feel like... And I've I've talked with Dean a lot. Um. I love video games, but I love writing about video games more. My job as a games journalist is more centered about writing about the industry. I'm not a reviewer. I don't play a lot of games. Mm-hmm. When I do, I play games that I want to play. I'm not like, you know, the reviewers on our staff who are trying to keep up with new releases. So he's he's in this difficult position of I would have probably been in the same position. I mean, when I played if I had to play Demon Souls right off the bat, I sucked at that game. It took me 9 hours to get out of the first area. Mm-hmm. But that was like a it was a fun learning experience for me it's actually one of a handful of video game experiences i would relive if i could but i didn't have someone over my shoulder watching me telling me what to do judging how i was playing or worse yet knowing that this footage was going to be uploaded to youtube where i just get you know put through the ringer Mm -hmm. and i know we're getting kind of off topic no it's okay but it's just my my whole my whole point is like everyone's experience is different so for anyone to paint with this broad brush to me yes it comes from a place of ignorance yeah, you so I, that's 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 my hot take on that. Yeah, but yeah, I it made me kind of just it made me just be like, yep, that's why I'm not there. Yeah, that's why I live in Ohio. Yeah, you know, it's <laughs> it's definitely cheaper here. Yeah. So yeah, um, let us know what you guys think. Uh, yeah, it'd be an interesting. Bad kitty, I I'm curious what you think about games journalists uh unionizing. What you think they should be paid? Do you think a company should pay them 50000 even if they don't even make that? Should they pay one person 50000 a year if the whole company doesn't even make 50000 in a year? Does that make any sense, anybody? If anyone thinks that makes sense, please tweet at Greg Burke 85 <laughs> uh, If you think that I'm right, please tweet at TechnoSucks and then let David know at David L. Craddock on Twitter. We don't give a fuck about Facebook, so please don't. Quit mentioning me! People mention me on, t- I, on. Stop it! I do it out of habit, but I've stopped. Stop it! Leave me alone. I'm kind of glad you're at this point, though, because leave like, me alone. Like, welcome to me in 2015. <laughs> I don't want to be facing. there. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want. No. I don't want their life. I don't yeah. need any of that nonsense. No. Um. But yeah. So I know you got to get going. We should. uh, uh we should, Yeah. We should wrap up <laughs> the show. Um, gotta make an airport pickup yeah otherwise i would be yeah fine. that's all good um so yeah let's talk about stocks for an hour now <laughs> uh the Osif game trader quick take on the market this week mm-hmm. it's still broken it went up there's my hot take of the week <laughs> it's broken but it went up this week Woo! yep still very broken uh lola likes it um so yeah that was that was amusing uh i might write something about gamestop next week i wrote an article uh a game trader article yeah, this week they're coming uh, out with uh more frequency yeah i'm, I'm glad yeah i'm trying uh so yeah it was four ways that nintendo nintendo could improve uh to be more shareholder friendly okay and they won't do any of it no nope. because they don't give a fuck they're in the yeah they're this unique position where as long as they're still making money they're gonna just keep doing what they're doing yeah i think i mean even kimishimi kimishima knows that Mm -hmm. you know no it's a stay the course thing for them yeah and i understand that but but they've changed i would say they've changed in the right ways like they've changed in ways that are making them money yeah so the suggestions i gave them would increase their shareholder their shareholder base Mm -hmm. instantly so i don't know why they wouldn't do them it's just that they don't care yeah And it made it it made sense when Yamuchi-san owned ten percent, fifteen percent of the company. Yeah, but now that he's gone and they don't have a majority shareholder, yeah, you would think that they would do a better job being nice to shareholders. But it reminds me of that first Apple shareholder meeting I went to, where Steve Jobs was ruthless to people. These are people who invest in his company. He's like, that's a stupid question. I'm like, oh shit, I'm about to ask him a question. I hope it's not stupid. Yeah. You yeah, know, but he he would straight up tell you to your face, that's a stupid question. <laughs> I'm gonna talk about this instead. And you're like, holy shit. Yeah. Uh so yeah, I feel like that is there at Nintendo right now. Hmm. Um but yeah. I, I stock was above fifty six today. They're doing awesome, so yeah. who cares? Yeah. Don't listen to me, Nintendo. Just do you. Yeah. Uh and I'm sure Nate will keep to winning awards or keep <sighs> accepting them. made from Nintendo. I want to be Nate from Nintendo. So do I, man. I want to accept awards on behalf of Breath of the Wild yeah. all day long. Yes. That would be my dream job. They're probably going to need, yeah. I'm surprised that position hasn't been filled. I guess it has, Nate from Nintendo. I want to be Nate from Nintendo. Yeah. You guys want to be Nate from Nintendo. Yes. So yeah, the usual, uh, Usual. I'll do the wrap up. Go to twitch.tv slash News for our live streams. Go to twitter.com. We're at Shack News, at Technosucks at David L. Craddock, at Greg Burke 85. At Lola Shack News, because <laughs> someone made a Twitter account for her. It wasn't you. I, I don't know. It might have been us at E3, I think. it. She's only tweeted once, and it was Barkin in August. I don't know who. The August? What the hell is happening in August? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know who. I don't know who has control of this account, but Lola, at Lola Shack News is a, is a Twitter handle. Okay. Yep. Um. I don't know who it is. They, <laughs> they, they got good pictures of her. Uh, so yeah, go to shacknews.com for all your gaming news, reviews, previews, interviews. Uh, soon features. another long read, and there is a long read there right now. You could read about yes, Quake. I could jump right on the front page. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, there's still the last week's top 10 top 10 controllers. If you haven't seen that, go check on that. Yeah, um. Go to GamerHub.tv for your gamer culture news. Steve T's over there. He's doing Mario Kart streams now on his YouTube channel. Um, and yeah, we're on Facebook if you want to go over there. YouTube.com <laughs> slash Shaq News Games because the guy who has slash Shaq News is a jerk. And YouTube.com slash GamerHub Videos Those are your places to watch Shackney's video content. Yes. Made by Greg Burke, sometimes Chris Gerard, sometimes me, sometimes other people. Yeah. Uh, That's it. And then, yeah, the usual soapbox. If you're on the internet, which you probably are because you're listening to a podcast through a series of tubes, and you're on social media, and you see a link, and you see the option to retweet it or like it, click the link before you share it become a more informed sharer of information become a more informed reader that's right of information know what you're sharing before yes. you share it it helps you become more informed but it also prevents the sharing of fake news which is a big problem these days it's yeah you know and it's getting worse so mm. click the link guys um that's all for this week we really appreciate you guys if you're on on any of those podcast rating systems Give us a review. It really helps us. We yeah. want to be the number one podcast in the world because we are. You know, we're better than every sports podcast. We're better than every gaming podcast. Yeah, there's some cooking pot. There's probably some cooking podcasts that are better than us. Maybe, uh, maybe if they're based on uh, in Northeast Ohio and they're talking about Northeast Ohio food. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I know Joe Thomas from the Cleveland Browns has a podcast that's doing very well. It's called Tomahawk. It's Joe Thomas the O lineman for the Browns, and uh-huh. then a former wide receiver Andrew Hawkins. Oh, interesting! And they're very popular these days. Okay. Uh, so yeah, they're they're doing well. Mm. Uh, so we're 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 gunning for them, though. Okay. So yeah, review the cast, guys, and uh, go out there and do it for Shaq News and Lola.